And welcome to Geeksters. And this is episode 375 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Starting at the gate real strong there, Ed. <laughs> I don't know where my head was or where I was going or anything. That's fine. That's fine. It's probably the the anticipation of what I'm, I'm going to start off with because I could go anywhere. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I guess we'll start off with the elephant in the room. Um, Chadwick passed away. Yeah, Chuck Bozeman. Oh, man, that was a shock and a half. Um, I, and I know. I, w- I was sitting here and I heard Stacy kind of gasp because we were watching, I was watching TV or something, and she... I was like, what? And she wouldn't answer. Like, like clearly something was going on. And she scrolled, scrolled, scrolled. And then she told me that Chadwick Boseman, Boseman tried, passed away. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, colon cancer. And I was like, get. Right away, I'm like, it's a Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's dead thing. Like, it's got to, <laughs> it can't be real. Right? So I, you know, I little open up Facebook as, 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 you know, when you want to get the latest. As one would do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and yeah, there it was. A ripe old age of 42. I thought it was 43. You know, and, and maybe it was. Uh, still, early 40s. Yeah. You know what, Ed? Younger than me. <laughs> Younger than us. Right? So, right away, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I was I was stunned. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I, 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 I legitimately was like at a loss for words. I, I mean, you know, I was thinking about, like, okay, well, we're probably going to have to talk about it on the show because, you know, he was, like, he was Black Panther. I mean, he was, <laughs> he was Black Jackie Robinson. Huh? <laughs> that was just repeating what you said. He's Black Panther. I mean, that, <laughs> that alone is just like worth it. But I mean, as I say, I think he would have been the like Denzel Washington of this time. You know, yeah. like like you know, or, or uh, even uh, Sidney Poitier. I mean, like he is those, one of those perfect actors that just like comes around once in a while and just like. Because like he did, he did Jackie Brown, and he did you know. Uh, uh, he Jackie Robinson. Jackie, no, no, he did Jackie Brown too. No, James Brown. James Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of a different Jackie, movie. Jackie, Jackie Brown's Brown's in a different Jackie movie. <laughs> so he, I mean, but if he's like he, he had like a he, he bounced around from a lot of different things. You know, I, sure. I, I didn't want to watch Twelve Bridges. Uh, you know, I kind of want to now watch it now because you know, like uh, apparently Twenty One Bridges filmed in Philadelphia, actually. Yeah. So I mean, I kind of, I kind of want to see it, kind of don't because it doesn't look like a something that would interest me in any way. I mean, I don't know. I mean, of course, oh, though, I watch a lot of crap anyway. You know, different. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, a little bit, a little bit, to me looked like a good cop thriller. Yeah. So um, um, you know, I was always, I was, I get, I'll get, I was gonna get around to it. Now I feel like I deserve to get around to it more sooner. Sooner than later, yes. <laughs> I mean, I will never know what he meant to a generation of people. Um, I mean, if I can be real for a minute, I've been. A Caucasian my whole life <laughs> um, and everyone talks about representation and making sure that you know what they see on the screens they're that they were represented in some positive way at least and and he did that I mean he gave kids of all ages colors the ability to go I that could be me up there now Mm-hmm. The first one. I mean, sure, you can go Blade and stuff like that, but in the modern era, you know, where 
people stand at you know top of things saying, "Hey, I want to be represented." He he was there. Um, I mean, he was the guy. I mean, I was already just see Black Panther on the screen in the first place, and I liked him as an actor just anyway. Yeah. And but there's just, I mean, kids out there went, "That's that could be me." You know, I can be the king. I can be, you know, like you. Yeah, sure, you could be anything. You could be a um, a technician, but to see your own skin tone represented on up there on 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 the screen is very important. And it's it's it speaks to a generation of people to go like you know what he for in such a small goofy role some people would say it it mattered to a lot of people and and that should always be accounted it just feels like it's one of those things where it's like he made the biggest impact and it's it's you know it, he he did what he needed to do and then that was it you know I heard he was always nice always a good person mm-hmm. you know no one no one said anything mean about him i posted something on my own personal facebook page where um denzel washington believe it or not paid for his first year of college without even knowing it um denzel goes on and tells a story that it was uh, felicia rashad was doing like uh you know like um scholarships to inner city kids and it just so happens that chadwick's denzel decided to help her out you know like sure i'll do that and um, Chadwick was was picked, and it was like it, if it wasn't for Denzel, who knows? There probably wouldn't be a Black Panther, or would there be a Black Panther? Maybe not Chadwick Boseman. Right, right. So it, it's weird. It's how the world kind of shapes it. And, and Denzel says some really nice things about like you know him as a person, and you know it just I mean obviously before all this, and it was it was really like it was touching and sweet, and I was like I felt like. It, that night, like after Stacy told me, I was like, I she was in shock. But then, like later on, I looked at like people posting, and you know, the Wakanda Forever, and it really made me choke up a lot because I was like, man, it just it it just sucks when something like that where you go, man, that guy had a whole whole history, whole like who knows where he could have gone, right? right. And taken away, it was like, fuck, it was a bummer. I don't know how you felt. Well, no, I agree <laughs> no, with you. It was great. Golden, like a schoolboy. You know, I, I was, like I said, I like there was definitely a few movies I saw of him. Like we 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 saw Get On Up. You brought it over. I saw Forty Two. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, you know, I had HBO and that was on, and like I watched it a few times because it was it was it was a good movie. It was a, it was it was a it was a solid movie. And like you know, right? Like I said, did you see in Black Panther and all these, you know, the Avengers movies and Civil War, uh, Captain America: Civil War, and Black Panther itself? And yeah, so you 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 kind of go. He was like like he played a lot of different characters, and then like I said, like the only thing that but the only bad thing I could say is is that Voodoo, you know, has now like a remembering Chadwick Boseman, and there's all these movies for sale. <laughs> Right, they're all they're all gonna do it. I, yeah, I and mean, it's just like I'm like really I'm like I'm like oh how how terrible are you? You know that you're gonna try and make a buck off of his death? Like that's just it, terrible. It happens every time. Whenever a musical artist, you know, gets you know, whenever we lose somebody right away, there's somebody going, can we make money on this? Like you know, like with um, I mean, let's face it. I know it's supposed to be you know like this year's NBA 2K21. There's the standard edition, but then there's the Mamba edition. It's got like Kobe Bryant on it. 
of course everyone wants to buy that one. Yeah. And of course it's the hundred dollar one. Of course. You know, it's like you could have just done it. You know, you could have been decent because it's not. It'd be the second time he was on the cover. He was back in like NBA two K seventeen, but as a Legends edition, he wasn't the 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 standard guy. You could have made him the standard guy instead. You're deciding to spin it and put his face on the expensive one and charge a hundred bucks. Now I do know that if you were to pre-order it, there you would have gotten a, there's like a gold remembrance coin that mm-hmm. comes with it, it, at least at GameStop. And I mean, okay, yeah, that's great and all, but you, why couldn't you just make that available for everybody? Right. Like, it just or you know, Robin Williams passes away, everyone goes out and buys their stuff. Elvis, Michael Jackson, a. Nirvana, new name of the artist. As soon as they pass away, it's like, oh shit, I better go buy that. That might be worth something. Yeah, but to me, <laughs> to me, I was like, it's just terrible for them to do that. But I'm like, he just died. Like this was up for a couple of days. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, somebody, somebody hit that voodoo. Went like, like yeah, quick, quick, <laughs> do yeah, do a search, do a database search. What movies are? Let's let's do this. Did it then? Boom, and then there you go. And then it's now it's up for sale for your, you know, in your in your in your spotlight. Yeah. You know? I saw like there's a whole um, every once in a while we get articles from Screen Rant. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, there's a little you know ban cancel Screen Rant because they hours after it was announced, what are they going to do for Black Panther two? Like really? How about no one cares at this moment? Like like it was just it would just seem to be in poor taste, and yeah. that's what everyone's like jumping on our dick about it. Like you know, hey, cancel them. Like I'm just like, oh, I mean, it brings up good questions, but you know, now's not the time to have that conversation. Yeah. Like, who's who got who draw the short story, the short straw for to write that article? Right. You know, like I feel like there should be no one there going, yeah, I don't want to do this, so we're gonna we're gonna spin a wheel and whoever gets stuck on it, they're like, well, how about just not do it? Just let some time pass. Like, let yeah. the family mourn, let the people, the fans mourn. I mean, I'm seeing pictures of little kids with their black panther sheets you know crying their eyes out and it's it's like oh these kids probably this is their first experience of real fucking pain like you know my superhero the guy i looked up to is no longer around and you just kind of be you're i feel like i'm like heartbroken for those kids because just like shit that's they probably have lived this pretty pretty decent life of you know like hey look here's my all my action figures and my sheets and the person you look up to is now gone. You know, how do you, as a parent, how do you sit there and try to explain that? Right. I mean, you do the best you can, I'm assuming. But, you know, it's just, it just kind of go, eesh, wow. Like, it's it's one of those, like, it's a shockwave and there's ripple effects. And I think Screen Rant should have waited until those ripple effects toned down a little bit before they go, click, 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 click. Who's going to be the next Black Panther? <laughs> you know, I just. Oh, like who the fuck cares at the moment? <laughs> how about, but, but then again, I mean, I don't know how I feel, but ABC apparently is running the Black Panther commercial free at least um, tonight. With an after that, with like an hour remembrance of Chadwick, which I'm sure will probably has some advertising of some sort. But you know, we'll give you the movie for free. But you know, we'll play the movie because you know it's, it, we can do that. But we're gonna do like an hour show long of like remembering you know him and brought to you by geico like you know save 20 percent on your insurance <laughs> like i i or it'd be like hey you know 
when you want to travel to around the world, use TWA. <laughs> like, like uh, oh, you know, coming to Disney Plus, Mulan in a week. <laughs> oh, or, or better yet, it's like, you see all the superheroes at Disney. <laughs> Fortnite right. package, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're like, really? <laughs> to sell that now? Yeah. Oh, like, all right. Well, anyway, so uh, he will be missed. Rest in peace, Wakanda forever. I don't know what if you want to add anything there. You said it best. I think I can. Okay. <laughs> Why? Thank you, Ed. Um. So, how was your week? Um. You know, it was. It was. It was good. I was. Uh. You know, I didn't do too much. I did a couple things. Well, one one thing I've I've was kind of told you when I saw you. Um. Little thing I bought some movies and they, they actually took they were supposed to come to me on Monday and and I mean I know this is kind of like a first world problem but they didn't they didn't, they didn't come to me Monday you know like and they said they were delivered but we, no it's scary is that they they say they're delivered and you go uh, I didn't get it you know like and you know and then of course it's at the middle of the night you know when I you know when I finally when I see that and I'm like I'm like well I can't call anybody now because there's nobody there you know so. Right. So I panic, you know, and I'm like, you know, figuring it out. And I'm like, oh, there's nothing I can do tomorrow, you know. So next day, first thing I called and they're like, oh, no, we still have the package. I'm like, well, it says it's delivered. And this was like, you know, and I didn't get my mail either. Was on top of that, like, what's up? And they're like, oh, because of COVID. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. Like, you've, you've it's never. It's one day where it's affected. Right? It's, it's, <laughs> I seem to get my mail every other day, you know, like, like, like today is the day. We're going to throw a dart in a, uh, in the phone book and whatever name it lands on, we're not going to deliver their mail. When they call the bitch, we're going to go COVID and then <laughs> click, hang on. <laughs> like you've been vitted. <laughs> so I was, so was able to get uh, my movies. If they did come the next days, so I was like, I was happy. Um, I got uh, Sex and Death 101. This is a Winona Ryder movie. Uh, people that wrote uh, uh, Heathers uh, wrote and direct this one. So I was kind of like, oh, I like Heathers. So, you know, I like Winona Ryder. Right. She's my favorite, one of my favorite actresses. Um, I picked this up. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. Uh, it's uh, Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Uh, it's based off, uh, well, it's based off a true story uh, type of thing. And it's, but it's about like, I guess the origin of Wonder Woman in a way, and well, the, the behind it's, the it's it's more. I, I saw half of it to be honest, because it was on Hulu for a while. I don't know if it still is or not. Yeah, it is. But it um, it's how he, it was him, his wife, and their lover in a way, all living together, and how he used he how he brought Wonder Woman to. It is the origins of Wonder Woman's origin. I guess yeah, as you can say. Yeah, I guess it's the best. that is the only way you can say it. I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there going from the stuff I saw. I mean, he was he was teaching a class about you know like I think sec- not sexuality and how men's mind work and how women's mind work. And it was like, well, maybe that doesn't true. But then I'm like, hey, this is also the guy. Who, and he was working. I think he, when I when I stopped the movie, he was I think getting ready to start working on the lie detector test, like on, on the lie detector. Okay. You know, because he's also the guy who created the lie detector, right. which ironically enough is, you know, when you get tied up by Wonder oh. Woman's magic lasso, you told the truth. So right. see how it all plays in? Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of a kinky couple. So I think that's where also like the bracelets came in. Yeah. Yeah. The bracelets and bondage came in. 
you know so it, it was it was interesting and it was it was i was um fascinated with the story i just never finished it i think i got tied up with something else or because it was on hulu i wasn't really glued to the hulu tv part of it right you know i was probably watching something else like I'm, i was netflix snob kind of i guess like oh it's on hulu you know <laughs> and now i realize like no, there's actually some really good stuff on hulu i should you know pay more attention now that i don't have a cable box <laughs> i also picked up uh death race 2000 i have every other death race movie but the original so i was like, <laughs> like okay david carry that's right uh, I also picked up uh, the movie. This movie I like. I don't know why. Uh, I, I like. I like actually all the gangster movies, but this is a gangster movie. It was Bonnie and Clyde with uh, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway? Classic. Yeah, it's a good movie. It is. Yeah. And then I got uh, finally was Iron Sky. Uh, this is where if the Third Reich survived and where they were hiding, <laughs> basically trying yeah. to come back to uh, bring back uh, you know the rain. Yeah. Somehow Hitler escaped and landed on the moon, and there was a whole Third Reich on the moon, and they were able to create spaceships to invade Earth again, and it was wacky and crazy, and it was awesome. <laughs> I uh, I got all those movies though from uh, HamiltonBook.com. Um, they have some good sales there and some some cheap prices, so it's like yeah, if you you know if you don't want to go out shopping and you know especially some of the titles you can't really can't get in stores anymore. That's the kind of like where to go. One of the places to go, I should say. Um, and then I later in the week, I got my winnings from uh, a couple weeks ago. I mentioned that um, I'm, I'm, I subscribe to this channel. Uh, you know, I do a lot of watching people collect DVDs, you know, kind of get ideas. That's where I got the Hamilton book idea was basically from this guy um, and others, too. But uh you know, he kind of reminded me. That's why I started looking for 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 deals there on Hamilton Book. But it was the Goy Hunter. Um, I mentioned them a couple weeks ago, and I won because he says he has a random um, uh, contest every every episode that he does a haul. At the end, he'll show you a winning prizes and all. This is like the first one that I saw, so I, I, that's why I signed up for it. And then he has a random. He has a machine that because he shows a winning video. He's a random picker of comments, and ha- you have to use a word that he's like his password kind of thing, I guess. Right. So the random uh, random picker can you know go through the comments and and pick one. Uh, so I won, and uh, so I was like so excited. Um, so I uh, the movies came in, so I was gonna you know tell you about them because uh, these are movies that I'll be honest with you, I would never buy because <laughs> it's not in my radar <laughs> at all. But I'm like, I'm like, you know, I try it, you know, just to see because it was free. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'll watch these, you know, eventually. Uh, Monsters, which is, I don't know who is in this movie. Um, let's see here if I can find it real quick. Um, uh, it's a um, Monsters. It's a movie, I think, about it's like um, a giant monster in a town. I think it's a, it was six years ago. NASA discovered the possibility of alien life within our solar system. A probe was launched to collect samples, but crashed upon reentry over Central America. Soon after new life forms, and begins to appear at, and half of Mexico was quarantined as an infection zone. Uh, today, the American and Mexican military still struggle to contain the creatures 
Our story begins with an, a U.S. journalist agrees to escort a shaken American tourist to an infected zone to safety of of a U.S. border. So that's uh, that's monsters. So okay, right. I think they made a sequel to that. Okay, I, I don't know what the name was. I so I don't you know. <laughs> I remember I remember seeing the monsters thing, and it's like it was like a giant. It's kind of like they do like a quarantine zone, and they have like these giant monsters, like a giant monster on the sign. Okay. At least that's the poster. That's the poster I saw, and it was like monsters, but it never seemed. Um, it was it like looked a, like, like a squid a thing. Budget. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, that's uh, that that's on the that's on the cover of the of the. Uh, oh, it has a digital copy. <laughs> oh, look at, look at you! Oh, fancy! <laughs> and, and then I got loose cannons uh, with Dan Aykroyd and Gene Hackman. Um, oh my God! I, that's where is that's where Dan Aykroyd has multiple personalities. Yes, he he's got a split personality. Yeah. Oh my God! That was such a, and he and we and they're cops, or at least Gene Hackman's the dirty, grumbly old cop. Cop, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I remember seeing that. Oh, that was it was bad. <laughs> What do you want for free? I mean, some of the I have to say some of the videos I've watched because I've watched them since has gotten better. Like some of the some of the some of the stuff he gives away, it's like, oh my god! Like why can't I get that one? You know, <laughs> um, you got to start somewhere. Right? You can't you can't win if you don't play, and you played and you won. Yep. So yeah, I can't complain. I really got. can't. I really can't complain. Uh, the next one I got was Dead Man Down, uh, and uh, Colin Farrell, Naomi uh, Repice. I'm not even going to pronounce her last name because I butchered it twice already. Uh, Dominic Cooper and Terrence Howard. Uh, oh. It's uh, I don't even know what year it is, but whatever. But it looks interesting, so I'll I'll try that one. Um, Samuel L. Jackson movie, The Cave Man's Valentine. Um, this looks terrible. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> He's in like dreads and yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's just a cover, so I don't know. I'm not even gonna read the synopsis on this one. Um, this one, I you know, I've seen this movie, and I swear I would never pay for it. So I got it for free, so I don't feel as bad. End of days with with uh, Schwarzenegger. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. There, every time I go to like a um i look on the walls on target or best buy or wherever i'm looking at blu-rays i always see end of days in like the bargain bin for like six bucks and every once in a while there's a part of me going i i i kind of enjoyed that movie i think i might want to get a copy of that and then a part of me is like don't waste the space you know (laughs) if you're going to buy it buy it digitally so that way you know you can go i got it and i'll watch it when i feel like it but I, I remember seeing that movie. That was like Schwarzenegger's first, like, dipping his toe in the. It's not going to be an action movie. It's going to be like a horror thriller. Right. Uh, and 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 I I, it, it was it was weird. I mean, it was bizarre. I saw world? it in the theater. I mean, I I remember seeing because it's like Schwarzenegger. I mean, I think that was like towards the end of like those action comedy kind of movies. You know, in a way that you would watch you know with him in it and you were always like oh it's, it's gonna be great and then you watch it and it's like i think kevin pollock's in it yeah I'm not like it's, 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 it's like cops in there it's like has to do and, with um, the end of the world that right because because it was in 1999 and they said you know you turn 1999 upside down and it's 666 right. and i'm like i'm like <laughs> what happened to the one <laughs> right it was the old hey it's going to be y2k issues in that it was going to 
the new year 2000 was going to be uh, like, oh, it was going to rise. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's going to be the beginning of the end. Oh, I, I got to save the world. At the end of days. <laughs> uh, next I have is uh, Two Days in New York with Chris Rock and Julie Deply. Del Del Delpy, sorry, Delpy. That's the worst. Uh, yeah, I never even knew this existed. Uh, <laughs> it's a hilarious com- comedy of manners from Magnolia Pictures. Uh, take it for what it's worth. So, Are Magnolia I, Pictures even still um, around? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, good question. And this one, this one, this last one here, I was a little ticked about, only because. It's it's not his fault. I'm not I'm not blaming the guy because you know you know he seems like a very nice guy and you know type of thing. Uh, but he sent a digital copy of a movie called Midway. And when he showed it, he had a sticker over the you know the code number, but not over the barcode that 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 uh, QR code. Uh, right. So apparently, from when he shipped it to when I got it, somebody saw the video and scanned uh, it in. Oh, yeah. Someone paused it, scanned it, and... You, wow, that kind of sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, 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 I contacted him. Not that I wanted something else, because I was like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just letting you know, like, be careful. Because somebody did actually comment to say, you know, you shouldn't do that because somebody's going to scan it. And I guess somebody was like, say, yeah, well, yeah, sounds like a good idea. It's <laughs> a good idea. They don't scan it. <laughs> So that that was my winning. So I was a uh, you know like I said he has he has he has some good good ones like one one of the, one of them was uh, all the movies the um, digitally all the um, Mission Impossible movies you know okay. digitally the all the all right. all of them you know I was like I'm like oh man that's <laughs> I'd like that <laughs> oh man oh, you man. better already have all that <laughs> like <laughs> um you know and then uh, that was uh, thing so I did see a movie. Um, on Netflix okay. this week, and I recommend it. Of course, you got to see it soon because it's going off the fifteenth. I didn't even know this movie existed. I watch these, um, you know, because I do a lot of cruise of court comedy. I still watch some of these videos, but I always like to know what's coming out on Netflix and and Hulu and stuff like that. And some videos have like what's coming out, and they'll talk about some movies and all, like to get your interests and all. And one was the you know there's a list of movies that's coming off and they'll scroll at the end of the video, and this movie came up and I'm like, wait what did I read that right? And I, and I had to read it. I had to pause it and read it and then I had to go to it was on Netflix and I would watch it. It's leaving the fifteenth. I know I'm not telling you the title yet, but here we go. It's called Raiders: The Story of the Greatest Fan Film Ever Made. Oh, that's on my watch list. I should guess I should watch it. It's it's leaving it's leaving September fifteenth, so fifteenth is the last day you can watch it. I have to say, I love these movies. There's another one that I watched. It was called American Story, American Horror Story, or something like that. I don't think it was called American Horror Story. It was American Story. It was about these two filmmakers that were trying to make this movie, and the the documentary was longer than the film. Okay, and it was because it, it's 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 like one of those type of things where these it's just people that have no clue, like not not like I guess yeah, no clue would be the right word for it. They they have no clue what they're doing. They just want to do it, and they they figure it out on their way how to do it. Go from one end to another based off based off of information they find through books, 
through, you know, conversations, you know, through people that like maybe know something about makeup or about effects and that kind of thing. So that's what this was about. And it, this movie actually was so interesting because apparently these 11 year old kids saw Raiders of the Lost Ark and they wanted to make a shot for shot remake of it. And they did. Right. And <clears throat> as, as the only problem was they didn't have one, they didn't film one scene. They couldn't film one scene. They couldn't figure out how to do it. And it took them seven years to do it. It took them seven summers to do it. They do it like during this, the summer break, apparently. And they were, right. I guess, during the winter months, winter school, wherever they would figure out what they were going to do for the summer. And, but they, they, they did it. And the last, the only scene they couldn't do was the plane scene. Um, you know, what? Oh, with the uh, with the fight scene with uh, Ricard Harrison uh, with Indy and the the Nazi bodybuilder guy. Yeah, the the, the bald Nazi and the, you right. know the fight. Yeah. Marion stuck in the plane and there, you know, and this whole thing. And there's an explosion at the end, and they you know run off. Well, apparently, as because because they they it's it's kind of like all over the place. They give you a history, and they're they, apparently they got the money to do it. Now, like this, this movie, this was done in 2015. So 2014, because they kept saying 2014 in the thing, they were filming this scene. They got the money. They they got investors or something like that to do this. But they like as the movie goes on, so they're going back and forth. They're they're showing you what's happening at that moment, like of filming this and trying to figure this out. And then on top of it, they're showing the history of how they made this. And not only that. But like Eli Roth, and I can't remember the guy's name, but it's the guy from Ain't It Cool News. Oh, um, Henry uh, Henry Knowles. Yes, it's Harry, um, Knowles. Harry Knowles. Harry Knowles, I think. Uh, uh, Chevy guy, red hair. Yes. Beard. Yes. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, he's the guy that you know. Yeah, he was the guy in the '90s that had like a he. I think he was the guy that you had to get his blessing to get a movie. Like to be a positive review. It was before Harry Knowles. That's it. It is. Yeah. So him and and oh, what's that guy? Oh God, there was another other guy that you know that I know, and some people know. It was on G four, and he did the DVD days. I can't think of his name. Um, uh, Chris Martin. Yes. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Knowles, Chris Gore. And Eli and Roth. Eli Roth. Right. Okay. So, like, because right. they, they, they're talking about the, to the kids. Now, they're adults at this point because, like I said, it was 1982 because that's what it says. In 1982, they, sure. they were inspired to do this and they were, you know, doing seven seven years of doing this. So, they start from 11 and they got into, like, pretty much adults, sh- you know, doing the shot for shot remake. So, they're getting older. So, apparently, like, Eli Roth, somebody copied it. So, some, some, well, the guy who made the film, the guy who was the director and was in some of the scenes, you know, doing some of the characters, um, would apparently his roommate found it and said, you know, can I have a copy of it? He said, sure. And it ended up like being, you know, back then in the internet, there was no internet. So people were passing tapes right. around, you know, like, check this out. This is awesome. You know, blah, blah, blah. You got here's a tape. You got to watch it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's just a videotape. You go, is it porn? Like, no, no, it's not porn. Is it stuff porn? No, it's not stuff porn. It's going to be, it's going to make me sick. No, no, it's not. You just got to trust me. And you pop it in and you see it and you're like, oh my God. And it becomes this, this, it becomes a tape of myth. Right. <laughs> so apparently Eli Roth sees this tape and he gets a copy of it. So now he's holding on to this copy for a long time. And then there's this, this nubathon, they call it apparently this, this thing. 
and Harry Knowles is running it and he goes, dude, you got to, you got to play this tape. And they had this like 45 minute block they had nothing. They were going to serve breakfast. Apparently like it's like a marathon of movies and they end up going to watch, um, the two towers, uh, um, Lord of the Rings, the two towers, you know, a, a thing. So the, in that block of nothing to do before the two towers, they run this movie. Well, people are people are loving it. They're they're getting feeling this, this nostalgia for it. They're enjoying this, you know. That da, da, da. but they only have forty five minutes, so they stopped the tape so they could start the two towers because they had a schedule to keep. And they, you know, they're like, right. oh, it was, this was it, you know, type of thing. People were actually were up in arms and wanted to see the rest of it. So show the film, show the film, yeah. <laughs> So like Eli Roth contacts one of the guys and they find out like they had a falling out and like that's how they, like the the history and they I'm not I mean, I'm not giving you everything but it's just it's a gist yeah, of it and it, but like I said I, like I, go ahead go ahead no, no, go ahead <laughs> so it's the, the the whole premise of this though was just so fascinating to watch and then the ending was just amazing because they did meet Spielberg. Um, and right. you know, and, and Spielberg liked it apparently and all, cause you, cause you figured how, how would he take this? You know, like, cause it's like, you know, like, I mean, I granted they're not making any money off of it, you know, so, sure. you know, it's a bunch of kids trying to be filmmakers and I, okay, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Spielberg liked it and probably did the old thing. Oh my God, this reminds me when I was a kid where I used to do super eights, you know? <laughs> no, he, well, basically what he said is he like, he goes, he goes, he goes, this film inspired me. Like, like that's how like he felt right. after watching and, it. Right. And that's when he took the job for ready player one. <laughs> no, no, I just I figured I'd tie it to some bizarre thing. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, there, there's a happy ending at the end. I'm not going to give it to you. You're going to have to watch it to see it. But, I mean, they say it's, it's worthwhile. I mean, like, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I, I was like, wow, I got, I got to see this. You know, when I saw that video and I, I watched it, like, that night. And I was just like, wow, that was that was worth the, you know, that was worth my time. Because that was, like, I like these kind of movies. Because, like I said, it was sporadic. But eventually you you put all the pieces together, you know, and you figure right. out like like what was going on because the history of the history of it was phenomenal. Like the like like how they they started and they, like like some of the things they were doing and trying to figure out. I mean, like and some of the stuff, it's just like these kids were like so detail oriented. They were doing, um, you know, st- storyboards. You know, like like right. you know, if you, I'm sure you've seen documentaries and stuff where they talk about storyboarding. And these kids, I mean, some of the art was phenomenal, and but they were doing it from memory, like like it's not like you know like the days of the videotapes back then, right? You had a you saw in movie theaters and maybe more than once, and maybe like the second time, maybe bring notes. I don't know. I'm sure I'm gonna have to watch now because I'm I'm knowing that's gonna be leaving Netflix soon. I think I should watch it because it's been sitting in my in my my list forever. You know, I'm like, oh, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. But maybe I'll, I'll forego what I'm binge watching recently, which I'll get to when you're done, and then maybe I'll watch that tonight. Yeah. So I would say that that was that was pretty much it. Like I said, I, I highly recommend it. I was I was deeply. Uh, it kind of made me want to do things that I, I've I've been thinking about for a long time, like like and some things that I've I was working on with with some people like in the past, and I'm thinking. Maybe I should resurrect that again because it was like stuff that I wanted to do as a filmmaker, like trying to be a filmmaker and trying to make sure. some stuff and all. And I, you know, I'm not gonna say what it is. I'm just gonna. Cause... Right, you, but it's your idea. You don't want no one stealing it. Right. 
you know, you know? We, we we you know because we we there was nights we had conversations and it was just like you know and it's stuff that I talked about and I'm like I'm like you know and it, you get passionate about it and I wrote a story and you know and I I wanted to right. go further with it and I never did because it's just like you know a lot of it had to fall on me and it was just like a lot of other things were going on at the time and it's like ah, I just don't have the time like you know but I like because I because people who know me or don't know me probably people who don't know me. I am very thinking detail oriented. Like I want to, when I do a project, I want to, I want to go from, well, here's the start. And I want to get to an end point where this works. You know, that's the thing. Like when we started doing this show, that's, this is all I, I thought about and did like to figure out like, right. How do we, how do we do this? Like, how do we, how do we do a podcast? Like how do you know, like, cause there's no, there's no book, you know, there's no video, you know, explain how's this, how you do it, you know? And, you know, and especially like you, you want to do it the most inexpensive way as possible, you know, cause you don't want to, you know, spend a fortune on this and, you know, cause you're not making any money off of it. You know, you're just trying to entertain people or people, you know, just sure. keep people interested. So that's, that's my idea, you know, type of thing. So after a while, like if, if I can't, if I get stuck on something, I'll just stop because it's just like, well, I can't do it. I don't, I don't have the knowledge or I don't have the, the forethought, you know, type of thing. And then, right. you know, I ask around for, for people sometimes, but like, because like people I get involved with to do it and they don't want to figure it out or they right. don't know either, you know, kind of thing. So. Right. It's, it's the, the passion goes away fast. Yeah. So then you go, all right, well, you know, and then a couple of times, you know, I've, I've had people come up to me and go, Hey, whatever that project that you were working on. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just I couldn't figure this part out. Like I couldn't figure out how to do this. Like you know, and I, was, you know, I'm, I'm stuck. So you know, so it's right. back buried back in the head, back in my head, and all. And I'm like thinking one day I'll, I'll get back to it. But you know, it's been years, and you know, type of thing. But watching something like that, you go, maybe I should do something like that. You know, and, I, and of course I have a couple other ideas that I was I've been bouncing around in my head too that I wanted to do. So I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll do those because I know. I have an idea of how to make that idea, the next idea that I've been working on in my head to work. So maybe I'll okay. do that instead. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll fill you in one day. <laughs> All right, well, sure. Well, we would bated breath. Yes. <laughs> so right. how was your week? Like, what did you do? What, you know, what have you been okay. up to? Well, I, I'm, I'm, I've, Ed, people suck. Okay. Okay. Just gonna start off with that. Um, okay, this is. I'm. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Rustle, rustle, let me find the soapbox. <laughs> okay. So, as you know, we've talked about this on the show a couple times. Stacy's playing Animal Crossing, right? Uh-huh. And every Sunday, in Animal Crossing, you can buy turnips, uh-huh. right? And then at some point in time. The the we call it the brothers who run Nook's Cranny can will buy them from you. Okay. Nine times out of the ten, their prices are shit. Okay? Of course. It's like you pay a hundred dollars for a bindle, and then next thing you know, you can sell it back to them for like ten dollars a bindle, and you're like, "Fuck you! That ain't worth it." That's that's no. What do you think my my turnips are going to do? Like they don't depreciate in value. What the fuck? So Stacy, I, I know, this- I know, D, I know. Seals in the past, like she's bought stuff at Nook and Crannies, and then sold it back. We're, we're within the same like transaction because it's like 
something like I think you you put it puts in your catalog or something like that if you have it in your possession if you own it for a little bit and then you return it so that way if you want to buy it in a future thing you can do it all on the online thing and all and so it's like okay and it's, but she's she's bought like a hundred thousand dollars and they gave her like seven thousand for it you're going it's highway robbery is what it is <laughs> it's, it's, exactly. that's what it's called the highway robbery it is hey you want to buy that we'll buy it off you but here's some Vaseline first so we can fuck you in the ass for it all right <laughs> so. So, so Stacy. So what Stacy has decided to do is she sells her turnips on the black market. Okay, she goes to Reddit and there's like a um, a, a Discord where uh, it's called a turnip exchange. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's for legal reasons. It's called turnip exchange. <laughs> really, it really is. And it's a bunch of people going, "Hey, my island, the Tweedledum and Tweedledumer are selling, are buying turnips for X amount of dollars." Now, what you want to hope for is you go, like, hey, I paid 100 bucks a bindle. Oh, my God, that island's selling it for 500 You're buying it for 500 What's your What's your dodo code? I'll fly over there. We'll make a couple transactions. Wham, bam, thank you, man. Bob's your uncle. You're a billionaire. Right. Or, I'm sorry, a billionaire. Okay? <laughs> and then sometimes, sometimes all you got to do is give a little something, something for the effort. You go, okay. You have to hey, pay tribute to the the guy who owns the island. You pay tribute, Ed, is what I would call it. Okay, most of the time it's ninety nine thousand bells because that's you know it's 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 the most you can hold in one time, right? Eh. So you got to you know a, make seven million dollars in bells. And you go, eh, I'll break off a little piece, something, something. I don't care what a hundred hundred grand chump change at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, all right, fine, no big deal. And so you go and you go about your merry way, and then you hope next next week you do it again. And so there's a a, a market for turnips. Right, and it's kind of well known. Like, hey, if you're going to visit someone's island, you give them a little something, something. Right. Now, sometimes people will, will request what they want. Right. Sometimes it's bells. Sometimes it's nook miles. Yep. Reason why people, reason why people want nook miles is they can do what they call dream catching. No. It's not called you guys. Daisy's there. She's not making. She's not laughing her ass off. It's it's dreamy hunting. Okay. okay. Now, w- what that is, Ed, I, I feel like I'm, I'm at the school yeah, and you're probably like, yeah, I know all this because your wife just talks nonstop about it. But, Actually, I'm, 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 I'm somewhat familiar, but I'm not 100% familiar with dream hunting. So please go ahead, educate me on this. What it is, in, in, the, in the shortest form, is you have island, you have islanders who live on your island, right? Uh-huh. Well, after a while, those people get bored and they go. They want to go off on their own. You basically, you can, it's, it's rotating your stock almost. Okay, rotating it's your like, cast. Hey, right, you're like, hey, little Barnaby over there. He's bored and he wants to travel the travel the earth. You go, okay, fine. See you later. Now his lot becomes available, and then you can go to you can use your nook miles to visit other islands, and then you can see people living on that island, right? And then you can. The people that you want, you can invite to your island. With me so far? I'm yeah, I'm with you. Well, there are tiers of think think if if you could have Brad Pitt on your island and then the bum down the street, who would you want? Brad Pitt. Of course, you want Brad Pitt, or or at least who you who you personally gravitate towards. Like, there's I think almost. 400 characters in, in the game that you could, but you only can have 10 characters living on your island. All right. So you got to, you know, if you, if there's a specific character you're looking for, 
you're going to have to put the Nook Miles in. And there, and that's called the Dreamy. Okay, that that's your that's your dream. It's like it's like the dream team for your island. Uh-huh. Okay, still with me so far? I'm still with you. Okay, so Stacy was using this time to be like, okay, we got rid of somebody. Um, Admiral, he was a real grumpy duck. Uh, I mean, talk about a prick. I mean, if you thought Donald Duck was grumpy, this guy was like his sensei. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so he decides to leave, and Stacy's like, "Oh my God, this is great! Now I can go. I can, I can um, get rid of him." And and in that same time, our bells, our our we call it our Turner prices was like five hundred and thirty six a share. Like it was, boom. We were we were. It was like the 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 financial gods looked down on us uh-huh. because it was like, Oh my God, not only can we have open up our island to have people come in to sell their bells, but now we can ask for nook miles and we can use those nook miles to travel around to try to find the, to try to find the dream team that you're looking for. Cause you find in the person is real. It's, I'll be honest. It's fucking slim. I'm not gonna lie. Right. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it, it's like it's like pissing in the wind, all right? Okay, the odds the odds of you not getting wet, high, all right? <laughs> like not getting wet, high, super high. So it, it's like taking. Okay, the last time, say, someone remind me that the last time we found somebody on her dream team, it took her to do ninety Nook Mile tickets she needed to spend. Before she found that person, uh-huh. okay. Now that's Nook Miles are two thousand, are two thousand a pop. No, but I didn't spend that. Steve, it's she didn't spend that. She just, it's just, I'm just giving you an idea. Yeah. She wants to make sure that cause over the course of time she's earned them. You find them. She she sold. She also sold Raymond, which was the the cool looking gray cat. I was kind of mad that she sold them because I liked them. Because he was cool, him and apparently very, very popular. By the way, very popular <laughs> and a top tier character. Uh-huh. Like, and Stacy sold it. He sold him like yesterday's fucking rent. All right, <laughs> her niece is still mad at her for selling Raymond because it's she's now character trafficking. Okay, <laughs> she's selling she's selling animals on the black market right? <laughs> and made it and, and turned to quite a profit too all right i'm not gonna lie it was i was like wow you got that mushroom good deal and i was like what are you gonna do with it she was like oh, well i'm gonna find a replacement for raymond and we went through like a, a shit ton of tickets before we found um one hopkins who is like a little buddy rabbit with a little like knob on the back of his head that if you open it up you feel like all the air is going to come out of the back of his head it's but apparently there's like think of these people like a pyramid there's like you got your top tier people and your bottom tier people we have some mid-range people like i one of my 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 best friend on the island is uh benedict and he's a chicken so we call him eggs that's he's He's eggs. Get it? Eggs Benedict, a chicken, right? Right? So, so we have an, and we also have another character. His name's Sheldon. But he calls everyone Cardio. So we call him Cardio. And he's like our buddies, right? Uh-huh. Like, I will, I will shed a tear if the day comes and Egg says, I want to leave. 
and I'm gonna be like, no, we we, we have to keep eggs because he's my best. He is my best friend on the island. <laughs> my best. He ain't the brightest. He ain't the brightest chicken in the coop, you know. <laughs> but he's got a good heart, you know. <laughs> he's a he's a what Stacy calls him a bottom tier character. The insults <laughs> that she slings at my best friend. <laughs> So he's a bottom tier character, Ed. Not like, not, not like Raymond, who was top of the heap, by the way. So she sells him, and that's how she uses it. But now here we got a chance, right, uh-huh. to go sell our turnips at a, people. People can sell their turnips at a high rate and be able to ask for anything. And Stacy wanted to ask for Nook Mile t- for for Nook Mile tickets. So she can do this, you know, shopping around for her dream team, right? All right. And so she opens up, and there's like three, maybe four hours left in the window because you can always do it for a certain amount of time, right? And she opens up her gates, and she's like, look, this is what I want. I just want Nook Mile tickets. You don't have to give me any money, but Nook Miles would be appreciated. Here's the key phrase, would be appreciated, right? Because we're going to circle back around to that phrase, (laughs) would be appreciated, right? Uh It's very important. So she opens up her gates, person comes in, right, runs right past her, because you're supposed to kind of stand there and say, like, hey, this is how you get to this, here's how you get to the store. Once you get off the plane, it's real simple. Just run straight back, follow the path. You're going to see Nook's cranny. I'm going to be the girl in the, in the goth-looking dress and the green hair, you know, and, you're, and I'm going to be waving at you. Like, hey, come on in. Well, welcome to my Nook's cranny. Sell your turnips and give me shit, right? right? So, person walks by. Now, I'm assuming you have the option of either dropping it before you walk in to sell your shit or paying as you leave. Uh-huh. Right? So, person runs right by her. Doesn't even say anything. Like, and you're like, wow, I guess maybe they'll say, you know, thank you at the end. Wait a couple minutes because, you know, it takes a little while to. And not to mention, you got to make sure that anything that you want to buy, you have to make sure you, you, you buy it before these people come in. If not, they'll basically loot your whole store you know <laughs> like bare bones uh-huh. um and, and and then you're like it's not like you get a share of that money the fucking dickheads who run the shop get the money no one gets the money actually if you think about it <laughs> you know it's not it's not like they use a part of the economy you know so they go and and they come in and and the person runs out nothing not a thing wow just like just hey, fuck you, I'm out. Thanks, peace out. Thanks for the, thanks for the free money. Boom, like you get nothing. It happened a couple times, and I was like, like I was, I was watching this exchange of people just kind of coming in and coming out, and and some of the people were dropping ninety nine thousand the ninety nine bells for her, which is great and all. Sure, you can make some cash, but it's not what she wants because. I want those Nook Miles. And she even put it in, like, the headline of, like, hey, you can come to my island. This is what I want because I'm going to go, you know, looking for my dream team kind of thing. And you figure if you're a decent human being like Stacy, when she does it, she gives a little something-something. She breaks off a little piece. You know, like, you ask it. She tries to give what you're asking. Like, hey, you want some 99? And if she does a good job because she buys 40 bindles of turnips. So it's like she might have to, like, she, she, like, it's imagine, like, a chipmunk. With a big, with all those nuts in their mouth, it's like that's how she is with her turnip. She just hoards them. She walks in, dumps them on the floor, and goes, "Now, pay, fuck you, pay me, right?" So, and then she, and, you know, but there's like forty slots in her inventory, 
So they're all used up. So Stacy's being very generous and being nice with sort of nice about these things because it's like, well, maybe, you know, if you have Nook Miles, that's one less bindle that you cannot take, you know, and you want to get all your money. And I'm like, that yeah, but it's not what you're asking for. I'm like, can you kick them out? Like can you can you can you tell on them? Like can you ban them? Can can what can we do that'll make these fuckers pay? Because right. <laughs> how dare you? Like you come to my island and you don't give me a little something something for the effort? Kiss my fucking ass. Right? <laughs> you 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 take you, you Orville flies flies you well it's Wilbur. Wilbur flies your ass into my island. You come walking around looking like whatever freak you're going to look like, you know, <laughs> come on to my island and then casually walk into my store, dump your turnips and shit on the floor and go, fuck you, pay me, and then turn around and leave and not give me something for the effort? Fuck you. I'm like, can we, can we, what can we do to them? Because we need to, you know, make them hurt, you know? <laughs> and she's like, there's nothing you, nothing you could do. And I'm like, but that ain't right. Like, how da- and then we have we have this penguin uh, Aurora. She's like walking by, and it she looked like she was confused that all these strangers are just like. I mean, she got bumped into a couple of times. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> get your hands off my people! <laughs> like you rude pricks! You come into my island, you push my islanders around, you dump your shit, get paid, and you leave. You don't give me nothing. Where's my baseball bat? I'm taking some kneecaps." <laughs> I was so angry. Like, this one fucker, and I hope they're a fan of this show and they're going to know who they are. They gave her an exercise bike. <laughs> okay? They dropped an exercise. It was like, oh, it was like, imagine you walking up to a store. And maybe imagine a bum kind of walking up to you going, yeah, you got anything? And you put your hands in your pockets. You go like, uh, you know, I got, I got some lint. Here you have some lint. You know, I, I got, I got two two pennies and and, and a, a broken pen and some lint you can have it all like, <laughs> I, I, that's kind of what i felt like these people were doing Just, and and so much now i don't i don't know if you play the game but you get these little cards that diy the do-it-yourself projects yes. some fucker drops give pacer with one of those right <laughs> and, and 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 it's it was a Clam, it was a shell wand, right? Okay. She already had that wand. <laughs> this fucker gave her basically a playing card with <laughs> with it was it was like the two of clubs. That's what it was worth. It's it's, it's like here's here's a here's a poker card. It's the rules of the game. <laughs> it's, it's it's that fake rear. Hey, you know, you open up a pack and it's it's the how you play poker. Here, I, that's the card I'm going to give you. See you later. Thanks a lot. Thanks for helping make becoming like a billionaire. <laughs> you know, thanks for the two million dollars that I just you know sold my shit for. But you know what I got for you? An exercise bike. You know why? Because maybe maybe your avatar looks a little chunky. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Give it to your buddy Cardio. He seems to be like to work out a lot. Like it's like, dude, all we're asking and. But the worst part about it is, okay, yeah, that Nook Mile would take a spot in your inventory. Clearly, you came to the island with shit in your inventory. So you could have made space for a fucking Nook Mile ticket and dropped it on your way out. Or dropped it on your way in. One or the other. But no, you were like, shuffle, 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 exercise bike. (laughs) Come on! 
Someone gave her ten grand. Ten thousand bells. They made two point two million if if they came with a full inventory. All right. I've seen I've seen because my wife does this. She does she doesn't let people on her on. I don't I don't think I don't think she's ever had anybody on except for friends. Um, well, yeah, see, we have our friends on too. But uh <laughs> But she she never she never really does. But I know like I've seen her visit other islands, and like some of them have like you can't really get on. Like they're standing there, like blocking your way. You know, like you have to shove them basically because you got to pay them tribute. Basically, they 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 figure out a way. Like they 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 probably got screwed over like you did, and they're like, yeah, we're not doing this again. Like screw this, we're gonna. We're gonna do something about it, and that's you know that's what they that's what they did. They just set it up and are like you know so like like you know and my, and my wife she always she she pays whatever whatever they say it is she'll give it she'll like oh you want nook take miles here you go here's your here's your ticket depending on how much they say so it'll be like you know what thanks for your help here's two nook mile tickets because she she knows it's worth something like we know why you're asking for the nook mile tickets because you want to go dreaming or whatever here here's a little something something for the effort thanks for making help. You wet my beak. You help me wet my beak. I'm gonna wet your beak. That's how. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how. That's how a good criminal empire works. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, plus the uh, fact that Seal Seal really doesn't you know need too much, um, because she has over like a million nook miles now. And I barely play the game, and I'm sitting on ten mil myself. Oh. Okay. I don't. It's not about the money. It's about the principle. No, no, okay. the, not the bells. The the nook miles. Oh, how many? How many nook miles? You over got? a million. She's got a million nook miles. Yes, over a million. <laughs> over a million. Yeah. Damn. Okay, well now that that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> well, to say she'll sit there all day and she'll go fishing and she'll go, you know, collect the bugs and she'll do whatever, and then she'll go to the other islands that you know they're just right, whatever island, and she'll collect stuff like that and plant trees. Sure. And because because that's what it is it's it's basically you you they give you like five or six tasks to do it, it's a chore simulator yeah exactly <laughs> and she'll chore all day long just to collect nook miles so that way hey. she could do <laughs> hey did you clean did you clean the kitchen no um, um but i'll fish for five hours because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what she'll do i mean and then she'll you know she because you'll collect money because she she because you have to sell so much and get you know nook miles if you get if you sell for, uh, stuff and you get five thousand bells. They'll give you nook miles. She, she's just like double whammy. Then she'll go food. She'll go clothes shopping and then she'll, you know, so she does all that stuff. So it's like it's just crazy to to watch her. I mean, but that's what she'll do, do all day long because that's she is so um, uh, programmed. I think I don't know what the word to use. They they like like she she'll she'll do because she knows she's like I'm I'm gonna need all this stuff so I'm gonna have to. Keep doing it. Like, look, right now as we're doing the show, Stacy's sitting next to me. And she's playing Animal Crossing because it's Sunday night. The fireworks are going on, but she's going deep sea diving because she's only got a couple more days before the September. I'm sorry, the August bugs and fishes leave. So she's trying to make sure she catches them all. Like she just caught because of the deep sea fish and stuff. She just caught the vampire squid, which she's been waiting to try to catch. And today happens to be the last day for it. <laughs> or tomorrow is tomorrow. It's yeah. just, tomorrow is because tomorrow is the end of the month. But I got the giant clam, which I was I was very proud of. But it was it was just it's like the 
I, I get it, and like, look, it's it's fun and it's time consuming. It's a great waste of time. I mean, it's that you know, finger fucking your phone, playing bedazzled jewel, bedazzled or whatever, or whatever game you're playing on your phone. It's the same kind of concept. But I was so angry watching these people leave our island and taking advantage of this. And now there were a couple of people who were nice enough to leave. Like, okay, they didn't have the Nook Miles, so they gave us – like one girl was, seems to be sweet enough and say, hey, I don't have the Nook Miles, but here, here's 99,000 bells. You can't go, you know, fuck you, you get off my island. You go, yeah. thanks a lot, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, Stacy, we, we made it, like, I think, like – she made like five hundred grand, I think, that night. Well, it's the same. Like, know? like at least, the, at least the girl made the attempt on that one. You know, to say, hey, you know, I don't have this because, like I said, like, like seals, like, yeah. She goes, she goes, like, Nook Miles is like a hot commodity on on the boards and stuff because it's like people have screwed their towns up so much because they've like eliminated stuff so much that they can't like uh fish because they don't have wood they chop down all the trees right. so they can't they right. can't get the wood or they don't have iron or, or you know and, and so on and you know they, they can't make this the stuff that they're, they need to make because eventually their yeah, fishing rod breaks man poor management skills because they can't make the money like you know to build this because yeah i get it you know like i you, you <laughs> ran that you ran out of resources that's the same <laughs> like like seal like because like, that's the thing like like some of it's like like hitting a tree with your wooden wooden axe not wooden axe your stone axe and it basically knocks wood off of it and you collect that and she'll right. keep it she's got a storage thing you know in in her house you know that you you drop off stuff you know people i'm telling people it's not sure. yeah, i know you know but like she has like rows and rows of like the soft wood hardwood you know other wood you know iron stars all that kind of stuff she's collected it because she goes yeah i'm gonna have to build this stuff eventually so she i, I want to have it because he's in a thing and i'm thinking yeah but you have trees and you have rocks you're not getting rid of this stuff like, right. like stacy will she'll, she'll work her island she she'll, she's got like um a, almost a forest stacy was smart what she did was she she broke her island down into like oh okay there's four different fruits that are out there so she put those fruits into like neighborhood groups. So there's always like, hey, here's the apple tree or here's the orange tree and you, the cherry tree and she'll run in. And, you know, so she has all that in case she ever needs it. But then she's got there's um, trees that or there, there's money trees that she'll chop down when the time comes, you know, and then leave the stump there so that you know, only certain bugs go to the stumps. Like yeah. she she know she manages her island efficiently and. You know, I, I will always give her props because I'm the guy that will sit out there in, like, my underwear fishing and going, I don't know why I'm not catching nothing. You know, <laughs> I, I, I would still be in my first level. I would still be in a tent, you know, with all my shit on the lawn. Like, I got, like, someone threw me out of the house. <laughs> like, I am, I am one stray match from a giant bonfire and taking out the entire island you know if it wasn't for Stacy and her management like she she has fences because I'll run over everything I'm 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 like a bulldozer I'll run through her flowers she actually had to put hedges up to make sure that I didn't run on her precious flowers like <laughs> because now keep in mind if I knock the leaves off they're gonna grow back they don't die oh in They'll grow back in four days, Ed. Four real days. She had to stress that just now because that's how serious it is to her that I don't touch her fucking flowers. 
Like I cannot walk in a circle. I have to. I, if I run too fast, it's what are you doing? Why are you running? And it's like, but I need to get there. You don't make sure you don't walk, follow the path. <laughs> I, I'll make. I, I'll put a hole here for you to go here because I couldn't go fishing in one spot because there was a bush in the way. So she finally moved that bush, and I was like, yay! But then there was other bushes around it, so I could only go into that one spot. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 I'm I'm a prisoner on this island, Ed, and right now I'm asking for your help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, I'm rolling in the bells. I mean, I could throw them out in my bed and roll around and, like in a decent proposal and be like, oh, no, oh, I never love. You know, and, just, you know, I can ring I can ring the bell, yuck, 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 you know, and I can sit there and I can lay on my hot tub and slam my, my jacuzzi, but I'm really a prisoner, Ed, because I can't walk on flowers. <laughs> I, if she could have lasers on that island, that would shoot me in the ass if I touched a flower. She would do it. <laughs> I could. She she could have been, you know, two rooms over, and I could have walked over, and I would have heard. Did you just step on my flowers? <laughs> uh, I, it's that's how that's how obsessive she is about her island. Everything has to look so, and I can't. That's who she is, and that's how she plays, and I respect that as as a gamer myself. I'm the kind of person that looks over under every nook and cranny in every adventure game, and and that's how I am. Her not so much. She's she'll she'll barrel through those, but with this, it's everything's meticulous and in its place, and I can respect that, sort of, you know. <laughs> but but to to see other people just completely like like she actually got into an argument online on a Facebook group about record. It was Reddit. It was a, an argument in Reddit about someone saying, "Hey, like requiring you to pay to to do something." And the and the person was like, "Why why are you making that requirement? People should do that the nicety of their heart, like the niceties of their own person." And it's like, clearly, you must live in fucking la la land if you think everyone out of the kindness of their heart is going to drop something that you need. You know, instead of the three hours that we had our island open, we made seven hundred grand. She got 19 Nook Mile tickets, a gold nugget, because an exercise bike, a do-it-yourself, a clamshell wand, and that was it. <laughs> and, and, and one of our one of our real world friends came on our island and dropped 10 Nook Mile tickets, but that's not that's that's after that's not we didn't count them in the 19 that she got. Yeah, you know, but it was just like. Huh. Like it was three hours. Now, granted, it was, it was three hours worth of sitting there watching people come on our island, and and you know, and then of course you have to worry about the fact that they're on your island, so they pretty much can dig a hole if they wanted to. Oh, they can't dig, she told me, but they can run through your flowers. They can buy everything in your in your nooks cranny, you know. So like, I fortunately bought a um, what do you call it, a video game, like an arcade game, from the store right before we did this. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it to the goofy rabbit with the thing on the back of his head. Because his whole house is full of them. So I guess gotta make sure. You know, it's just like, all right, maybe I'll give it to Eggs. Make him, you know, make him feel like he's super special. Like I gave him. I think he still wears the hat I gave him. You know, we're besties. <laughs> you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> He's my best friend on the island. What's up, Eggs? He's like, hey, Sean. 
Go. Did you were you still call me Sean? They've um, they you're gonna love this one. Stacy gets called my queen. <laughs> she, uh, someone asked like, "Hey, I, they they're calling you this. Do you mind?" Stacy's like, "I do mind." Well, what do you want to be called? She said, "My queen." So now everyone on the island calls her my queen. <laughs> everyone. I'm Sean, but everyone calls her my queen. <laughs> I have a little secret. I think they like me more <laughs> because I get letters, I get notes. Most of them are help me, you know. <laughs> She's just hello, my queen, and she has herself a little tiara, a little dress. It cost her. A mil- she had to remind me that 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 thing cost her a million bells. She got enough to break off a million bells for a nice little teeny crown. So she'd be called my queen. I got a bit. I I paid one point five, I think, for my big crown. But I'm not called your 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 sire. I kind of walk around in my underwear with my crown on. Now. I, 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 I see that's, that's I, the thing. You say stuff like that, and you go, "Yeah, well, I, we want top tier characters." But yeah, you're walking around in your underwear. Stacy wants top tier characters, and I'm like Randy Quaid and Randy Quaid and Christmas and Vacation, like shitters full. <laughs> just standing there in underwear and the crowd going sup <laughs> where you from <laughs> scratching my ass while I'm emptying out my septic tank into the river that's next to me <laughs> I ooze class in my fuzzy slippers <laughs> <laughs> just standing in my underwear, fuzzy slippers, just leaning there, blasting my radio. You know, <laughs> Leonard Skinner pumping out through the window as I'm doing karate in the garage. <laughs> with, with, some, with some Coronas and, yo, what's up? Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging around your ne- nunchucks in a wave beater. <laughs> right. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm your neighbor. <sighs> I just fell here. So I just barely. It, uh, she makes me wear these pants. Stacey's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now a little upset because she doesn't want top tier characters. Um. They're 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 a collection of oddities and eyeballs, and they're kind of special, you know. Which is it's she wants the island of misfit toys is what she wants. Uh. Everyone's got a little thing like she wants the dog. His name I think is Jinx. Lucky, it's Lucky, and he's wrapped up like a mummy, you know. And it's it's those characters that she wants. They're weird and eclectic, yeah. you know. It's it's if if Tim Burton was playing Animal Crossing, that's what she wants on her island. <laughs> Yeah, seals, seals, seals now. Seals trying to do the short, cute ones. That's that's her. That's her. Uh, that's her. I think for I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever you want. I don't care. 
So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. I'm like, okay, but she drags me in too because whenever she runs out of Nook Miles, I have to log in and then go to Island Island and use my Nook Miles. And then what usually winds up happening is we wind up settling whoever the last one is because you need to fill some some in that space. That's how we got the angry duck the one time, Admiral, is because it was the last Nook Mile tickets and he's there and he's grumpy. And I'm like, hey, you want to come to the island? He's like. Fuck yeah, I guess so. And then he does nothing. You know, he does nothing. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I guess. <laughs> I got nothing else he, to do. And Stacy must have broke up uh, like three or four fights on the island because he was so him and and Sheldon, who we call Cardio, got into arguments because Cardio was like, a, "Hey, you know what? I did twenty-seven thousand push-ups today. Look at me, my quads are all burning." And then he and then. Admiral's like, I don't know why you bother. Life sucks. Get a helmet. Here, here's a shotgun. One suck on the business end of it for a while. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and Stacy's like, Hey, calm down. You two to a neutral corner, and they'll walk away. But then later, it's bad. The two of them are at it again. I mean, it it was like, I'm like, Ding, ding. Where's the ring? Let him go at it. Like, Chris, they won't. And it's no surprise Admiral left. He probably went to go find like a retirement home of angry ducks, and you know, like he was probably you know like a, a breath away from making the millions, of, you know, with what's his Scrooge McDuck's makes, and he just he invested in the wrong company, or Scrooge McDuck screwed him out of money, and that's why he's always angry. It just it was crazy. <laughs> That's fucking angry. It's <laughs> one angry duck, you know. <laughs> this duck hunts you. That <laughs> 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 was great. Uh, so that's that was, that was my that was my adventures in Animal Crossing this week. Right. <laughs> but um, I did. I don't know, since we're talking to Netflix, I fell down the rabbit hole of Cobra Kai. <laughs> I did see it on Netflix. I was kind of curious, because they're only half-hour episodes or 20-some-minute episodes, basically 30 minutes. Because yeah, like, you know. it was on YouTube Red. It was like the pay channel um, you know, show. It's produced by Will Smith and I think one of Jada Pickett's family members, because I see Pickett on there too. But also, Ralph Macchio helped produced it and I think the guy who plays Johnny produces it as well uh, Ed it is a fucking great show I'm not gonna lie I when I first heard about it I was like oh okay nostalgia sells but you're going to YouTube I'm not paying for that kind of content and I heard it was good they did two seasons and now the third season is supposed to be coming to Netflix so Netflix rightly so put the two other seasons on the, on it and I haven't been able to stop watching it like I'll watch it like right you know when Stacey's asleep I'm usually watching something and um I, it sucked me in right away um because some of the roles are kind of switched up a little bit because it's them older it's it really does kind of go like hey if you had that one defining moment in your life as a as a kid how it affects you for the rest of your life and that's kind of what starts to it's kind of like a low-key plot line because Johnny is kind of washed up as an adult mm -hmm. <clears throat> and Daniel is a hot shot car lot salesman like he's like he's like the wealthy guy on the island like he's the, he's a snob almost and and there's it's like 
I always noticed in the Karate Kid movies, Daniel had a pride problem. He was always a little too big for his britches. Yeah. You know, well, it carries over to him as an adult. You know, like his car, his car lot, it's LaRusso Auto and... You know, we'll, everybody who gets a, buys a car gets a bonsai tree. He really plays off of the I was this hero in high school, you know, motif. And people love him for it because it's like it's it's a gimmick that works for him. But Johnny is kind of washed up and it's going nowhere in his life. And he comes across a kid who's a neighbor who's who's a loser and a nerd and just gets picked on. And. Johnny beats the shit out of these this kid's bullies, and the kid's like, "Hey, can you teach me karate?" And he's like, "No, because you're a fucking loser. <laughs> like Cobra Kai's for winners. I'm not teaching you shit, right?" So it, through through the course of the the show, though, he does say, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm I am going to do it because." And it, it's like he almost becomes like the hero of the story, while Danny is kind of like almost the bad guy of the story in a way. Huh. And then Danny has a has a daughter, and and Johnny has a son, and um, it, you know, the, no, the two of them don't meet at least not yet anyway. But it there's there's the kid that jo- that Johnny's helping you know teach karate to has a thing for Danny Larusso's daughter, and Johnny the and Johnny and Danny they still have like they still kind of interact occasionally. But Danny's always trying to basically piss on Johnny's dreams. Like uh, the last episode, it's gonna give you a co- there's a, t- a a karate tournament. Johnny wants to enter Cobra his dojo into the into the competition. Well, Cobra Kai, believe it or not, is banned for life from the competition from the tournament. So Johnny decides to you know like. He's so used to beating the shit out of people for his whole life because he's a bully. The kid finally says, like, hey, look, how about try not punching somebody this time and go in there and talk to the counselors, the the, the town meeting about it. He's like, okay, I'm going to do that. So he gets nice. He gets a a, a suit and all that kind of stuff. And he goes there, and he's in a line of people. Who comes walking in but Danny LaRusso, right? Mm. He's part of the board member. He's like, yeah, this you're not going to be a part of this because – you guys, this you guys are banned for a reason. Like, and they start, you know, like Danny's a dick. Like he's kind of an asshole to to Johnny for really no reason outside the fact that you bullied me in high school. Right. You know, you're like, wow. And then uh, at the end of the episode, you know, Dan Danny walks out because they're like, well, we're gonna have to talk about it because the tournament is kind of slacking as far as people go, and they're trying to think of ideas. And Cobra Kai has been Banned for 20 years, but these people don't know really know why. And Danny's trying to tell them, like, well, because this kid's an asshole, and their their sensei's an asshole, and you know, like, like it's like I'm haunted by the past, and I want to ruin him because of how embarrassed I was as a kid. You know, like, yeah, sure, I came out on top, but you cheated, you swept the leg, it was an illegal hit. Your team, you karate isn't about that; it's about balance and shit like that, and. You know, Johnny gets invited to his Cobra Kai is going to go to the tournament. Spoiler, that's as far as I got. But Danny's not happy about it. He's also got to, you know, it's it's really like I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for this moment where like everything kind of comes together at the end of season one. And it's and I know there's two seasons, but it's really good and it's really compelling there. Like when the Johnny's son, 
Johnny doesn't really know his son. He kind of his mom and and the kid left him, and Johnny's kind of a loser. So the kid's resentful. So the kid decides to work at LaRusso's auto shop. Huh. Right. So during the time now, Danny doesn't know that that the kid is Johnny's son. But to him and the kid, who's kind of a wild kid, he's kind of a hood, a hoodlum. He's like a, he's a bad kid. Falls into. Dan, he comes to Daniel's house while Daniel's practicing. You know, he's doing his tai chi part of you know his, his karate, and starts giving the kid lessons. But he gives the kid lessons like you know what? Okay, well you since you work on the lot, you can wax the cars, you can wash the windows, and you're seeing the wax on, wax off stuff. And as a kid of the karate kid fan, I'm going, I see what you're doing, Daniel. I get it. You're doing, you're teaching how Mr. Miyagi taught you, right? <laughs> but cut to cut to Johnny. And the kid that he's trying to help, he's got the kid cleaning the dojo, and he's like, "How do you want to wash his window?" And he's like, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> like, here, like you see two diametrically opposed people and how they teach, and it's it's fascinating. And finally, you know, like the kid, the Johnny's son, has a moment in his life where I can either go down a bad path or a good path, and he chooses for right now the good path. But he kicks the shit out of his two friends that have been bad, you know, he's been bad with. Uh-huh. And he doesn't really realize he's beating the shit out of them because there's that moment, you know, after he's, Daniel's doing the whole, like, you know, okay, wash, wax the car, paint the fence, all that kind of crap. They're in the dojo, and the guy's like, I don't understand why I'm doing your shitty chores, and, and walks away from him. And Daniel kind of goes to his wife because he's married, at, 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 you know, he's like, I love this part, right? And then you see them in the dojo, and he's like, they're fighting. He's doing the wax on, wax off. You know all the moves. And I'm just like, and you can see the kid being like, "Holy shit, this actually works!" Like all that muscle memory that he did, and you, he he gets it. So it kind of helps him later on in the episode where he beats the shit out of the two guys that wanted him to do something bad. And you're like, "All right, this is interesting because now this kid's going to have a relationship with Daniel that he doesn't have with his father, and the two of them don't like each other." Like, you kind of go, okay, is there a moment where the, everyone's going to get along or not? Because it looks like, you know, like, Daniel's trying to ruin Johnny's life, and the kid's, like, all for that. It's like, oh, I'm going to be friends with Danny LaRusso because he kicked my dad's ass back in high school, and it'll really piss him off because I can't stand the son of a bitch. But then he winds up really liking Daniel, and I don't, it's going to – I'm like, I, you're going to sooner or later tell me your father. And then I'm sure – Johnny ain't going to be happy that Danny LaRusso's daughter is dating his best student because she was in a car where her shitty friends hit his vehicle. It, there's like all these like little things that flow into it right. that make it all really, really compelling and really interesting. You know, and I'm like, wow, this is actually better than I thought it was going to be. It's well written, well acted. I mean, I you know, Ralph Macchio, he's still he still is acting. You know, <laughs> um, I mean, it's like. I was surprised, and and I'll be honest, I kind of relate more to Johnny now than I did Danny because I Danny, you know, he still like you know still says you know he's from Newark, New Jersey, you know, out in California, and he still kind of has that Jersey douchebag kind of attitude sometimes, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, wow, that's it's 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 interesting, and I'm like, wow, like I, I'm that's that's the well I fell into this week, so I I, I loved the Karate Kid when I was you know when it came out yeah. I liked all three movies you know it was a staple I guess of my childhood so and of course you know Netflix well, there's like, four has of all, them. 
Well, yeah, but they the only yeah, but the fourth one had um what's your um face in it? Um, there's actually technically five because after they did uh, the re after they did it with the girl um fuck I can't think of her name then they try rebooting it with Jaden Smith as a kid Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan yes which was horrible but it was no Danny LaRusso Mr. Miyagi you know it just it wasn't there like it was I think I think it was a decent you know like okay we're gonna try to reboot this series and I think it was good I just don't think it caught on because I don't think at the time no one really cared about karate movies you know in the 80s Hillary Swank Hillary Swank, yes. But in the 80s, only when, that's all everyone cared about was their guns or karate in right. movies. <laughs> you know, if you can get a, a gun-toting karate expert, you were making millions. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you, Mel, and Jean-Claude Van Damme, and be called Steven Seagal. <laughs> you know? Like, those were the guys who, like, you know, paved the way for, like, oh, maybe this will work with a kid who's, you know, a fish out of water story, and he learns, you know, how to be, how to, you know, be an adult, and through karate with Arnold from Happy Days. I do want to mention... Good. <laughs> recommend today. So if you get a chance, at least watch the first couple episodes. Because I was like, oh, well, they're only a half hour. How how meaty can they be? Because a half hour, what can you do? But it's all like it plot. Not a lot of karate, but when there is karate in it, it's really good. I was like, wow, they actually someone put some money into this. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts up the money. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Good. I mean, I, I was thinking about trying it out, so I, I definitely will. And because of what you said last week, I watched um, High Score. How would you think? I liked it a lot. I was The only thing I didn't like was that I felt like it was six episodes. It could have been longer, and it could have maybe gone a little deeper because, to me, it only went up to the A era of fighting games and, and first-person shooters, up to Doom, like 1994, 1996, I think it was. Yeah. So they haven't, even, they haven't even gotten into PlayStation or Xbox, you know, or current gen systems, right? You know, or current gen games because like you figure, okay, yes, Doom is the. Why well, I always say Halo is the granddaddy of, of, multiplayer games, which is true for consoles, but Doom did it first, right? You know, and it was for PCs and LAN parties and stuff like that. So, like it went up to that far. I was like. I thought the episode about Sega was fascinating. Yeah, I, I I thought that was great. I thought how I liked how they intermixed people who were video game champions into the story. I like you know I liked how they told the story. I thought it was I thought it was really good and very interesting and I, it was great a great six hours. But at the end, I was like, kind of wish there was more. Like I'm really hoping for a season two. Yeah, you know, because especially like I said, they didn't get into the Playstations, they didn't get into the console wars. You know. Like, they have to talk about Nintendo, the Wii, the Wii U, like how, because there was, there was interesting, like how they were struggling and, and, and how, like, like I said, the one with Sonic and so uh, Sega fascinated me because it was like, oh, well, the only way we're going to win is we got to take out Nintendo and this is how we have to take out Nintendo and see how they did it to me was, was, was fascinating. 
you know, and how the, why they introduced Sonic and how he was created, and it was it was it was really good. And then when he got to fighting games, which was the last episode, I I like you know the whole hey this is they got to how the the ESRB rating systems came around, and right. I liked that. I thought that was interesting, but I kind of was waiting for like okay, well what's next? Oh nothing. Oh well, there's so much more so much more to the story that I hope they get to because I was really it was a good um like history lesson i guess you might say about video games right right i mean like to me it was more of like like how how we got here you know basically like like yeah. how the early like early days of doing something you know back in the day when it all started like you know they because there was there was a lot more history that they didn't cover in those six episodes of that time period that i've seen in other documentaries that i found fascinating but it was just like, oh, okay, you know, and it was just like there was there was things that I didn't know, like, you know, existed because of, you know, where people were in the world. Like there was a guy in New York doing like online gaming, you know, for D&D, you know, type of thing. And, right. you know, the, it was all those word based games back in the day when we used to play like, when you know, we were, you know, kids first computer games and stuff like that. Like that was like to to me like like fascinating because it was like two different people in two different parts of the world were working on that and two different aspects and that kind of made right. the, the forefront of it going you know further push that further you know kind of thing and then of course graphic abilities really came you know over the home console market and all that kind of stuff so it's like those kind of pioneers so then like but by that point like when you got to the doom era you know of the online playing I mean that was the next. Like here's the now the future you know now like like PlayStation comes out with their console uh, right. uh, you know uh, Nintendo you know uh, uh, you know and did their different variations of the consoles as, as time went on and 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 so with with uh, Microsoft coming out with their console because I mean they didn't even you know mention Microsoft pretty much I think through the right. whole thing. <laughs> Microsoft, PlayStation, they were non-existent in the entire thing. Um, <clears throat> Sega. But then I'm like, okay, well, I hope they kind of tell about not necessarily the fall of Sega, but what made them get out of the console business. Like, where was where is that? And, you know, like, okay, well, I mean, granted, no one was really going to – I think they mentioned TurboGrafx-16 in, like, a conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, like, to go from 8-bit to 16-bit was a great leap. But – when you know when they start talking like oh that guy created uh, Firefox I'm like holy shit the stuff they did and why it all clicked in like you, you know the guy's like wow that actually makes much more sense and then having a generic flying around game like oh, these guys were wow these guys were smart <laughs> you know it kind of makes you go like wow those guys like how like the guys from MIT how they, they did the coin operating things and how instead of getting in trouble they all got hired like, you know, it was it was a it was a funny story. And I'm going like, because of those guys, you get Ms. Pac-Man. Holy shit! Like that's crazy. Right. Like it was see some of that stuff. Like well, yeah, because of this over here in the basement, because we were bored with doing this and we were making money, we decided to do this, make more money. And instead of getting in trouble, we get hired by that company to do something different, and we created this, and now money just pouring in you're like son of a bitch all you did was add a bow <laughs> you know <laughs> that's you know that, like, that's yeah i mean that's the that's the whole idea is just like they, they you know you can like and, and 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 it's been done like in the past like a lot of kids talk about like doing stuff even today like with the sure. uh modding uh, is still done today with you know they could even talk about in doom how they they gave the code 
to other people so they can mod the game. I remember getting the first three episodes for free, downloading them yeah. and playing. I was like, when they were talking about that that model, I was like, holy shit, I did that. Holy crap, I remember putting the mods in, you know, as a kid, and I was like, I was like, oh wow, like that's crazy, like. It made me flash back to like a kid and I, well, a teenager really, it, kind of an adult more like I, think it was, <laughs> I was in my twenties apparently at that point. You know, uh, like sometimes we're mentioning dates. I'm going, wait, I was that old? That was that long ago? Why does it seem it should have been longer? Like I, it, it was weird seeing them mentioning like '91 and '94, and I'm going, hey, I was in my twenties. Why? Wait, I had Nintendo when I was that old. I thought I was younger. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's the same. You know, like, 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 it flashed me back. Like, I was, when I was sixteen, like, I'm like my first paycheck went and bought a Nintendo. You know, the first NES. You know, like, you know, because I mean, NES was out for a while, but I didn't get it till I was like sixteen years old because, sure. you know, I had, I had to pay my. You know, my parents were like, you know, if you want it, you have to buy it. You know, you have to get a job right, and buy it. Right, but still, parent knew what that was. All they saw was. You know, a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars blown away yeah. for on something that they know don't understand. And when parents don't understand something, the first thing they do is they deny their kids the right to have it. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, where I remember, I remember my first like big job. Uh, you know, having a network, uh, uh, computers of t- network together. And they start talking about the the you know the nineties. Uh, playing Doom, and I remember like I was at my terminal, my desk with my computer. And the guy who was my mentor, he was in like a marketing um, uh, office and we're playing head to head doom, you know, right. <laughs> on, a, on a Saturday because we were supposed to be working. We we did what we needed to do. And he's like, hey, I, you know, I, I have a copy of doom. Did you want to you know play? And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, if you got it, let's do it, you know, kind of thing. And I right. Cause, but that was like that was unheard of, like you know, because it was like all you know back then there was really and then really no internet. I mean, started with modems and you'd have to wait like twenty minutes before you get yeah, on. I mean, and when when they did the whole bit about AOL and the internet, I was like, yeah, that's kind of how it was, you know, <laughs> like yeah. If someone picked up the phone in the house, I was like, mom, what are you doing? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I'm on the internet. <laughs> You know, it's, it was crazy. It was, it was like I said, it was, it was a fascinating watch, and I just wish. I'm hoping they're working on like season two, right? Because I, I, I feel like that there's, they just scratched the surface of yeah. gaming and the history of gaming and and things like that. Like, I was, I was when they talked about EA Sports, and I was like, um, when they introduced the Af- the the, um, the African American guy who basically got hired and turned players. To African Americans, I was like, "Shit, you know what? I didn't even think of that. Of course I would. Of course I wouldn't have thought of that. You know why? Because I'm a white guy. You know, and he and he, and he talks about representation there and being a a gay black man. That made me like, oh my god, that guy's a rock star, right? Because he he nothing. He he not only could he not feel like he wasn't represented in gaming, but he and he he worked and he changed that. I mean, and it's the old grassroots. I'm gonna call them until they until they hire me. Like it wasn't even like, you know, I got lucky. It was I badgered them until they they hired me because that's how you got shit done back then. Right. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna annoy the shit out of you until you say yes. <laughs> 
you know, and then deliver. It's you know, you got to do that part. You can't just go. Oh, I got hired and I, I slacked off. He get in there and he ch- he made changes and he made the ch- and he made great changes and. Well, it's saying like, like he, he even started small too. I mean, that's the thing. Like when we we hear that story, it's just like I don't think he even like it was like an entry level job that like wasn't even a thing. But he he rose the ranks and you know got in there and you know eventually that's how he, he was able to make that change. You know, it's just like but he he worked at it though. Yeah, I mean, well, that's you know, like when you have the drive when you're in when you're doing something that you love. And that you want to succeed at, and you want to see make it better. Like, yeah, sure. It was just the whole show was fascinating, and then after that, that's when I started watching Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of like online stuff, I wanted to mention this. Um, I forgot. I forgot. I did. I did pick up this week after actually after the show because I saw a deal for uh, Chuck. Uh, this TV show, Chuck, uh, all five seasons okay. for twenty nine ninety nine for thirty bucks, basically. So oh, I, I so I picked it up because you know I was unsure. So I I that's the thing. I wish I could go back and see how much it is now. But like it says, you own it, so you can't ever see how much the price is. Right. Because the other thing that we've talked about in the past of like bundling TV shows and something that you probably kicked yourself for not getting at the time was Smallville. Yeah, Smallville being fifty bucks now, it's an eighty, or it's probably back now to whatever hundreds. It's one hundred and thirty nine ninety nine hundred forty bucks. Yeah. So that I could have saved a hundred bucks. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, I mean at, at, at back then you probably could have saved ninety dollars back at the you know when it was fifty, and then when it was right. eighty you could have saved yourself sixty bucks. And now that's why it's like I'm like I was like I was like surprised because because like some of the movies you look at like on Vudu it's like the same price you know like it doesn't change or whatever. And then some some price it's like whoa like so if you see a deal like if you guys anybody does digital buying you see a deal buy it because I did I bought that four mil four movie collection for Batman that you told me uh-huh. to buy and I did buy the twenty dollar uh, um, Wonder Woman you know so I was like I was like oh you know what I I can't really pass that off because if 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 not it's gonna be expensive and be like damn it why didn't I buy it for that price it's like son Chuck, the complete series, by the way, is seventy dollars right now. Wow. Okay. So I feel good that I got it for thirty bucks. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was. I. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I wait. I'm like. Guess I'll just wait till next year. You know. Maybe they'll change it. Or maybe I'll. I'll keep like right now. I know that the Bill and Ted movies. You can get all three of them. You know. Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and the new one, Face the Music, all for thirty-five bucks. Okay, all three. You know, you could, or you can just flat out buy Bill and Ted Face the Music for twenty-five. So right there, for ten dollars more, you can get all three movies. Alright, yeah, that's a you good know, deal. I'm like, alright, that's not bad because by itself, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you can buy for fifteen, and. Bogus Journey is also fifteen if you wanted to buy it separately. So you're already looking at thirty dollars just for those two movies by itself. And then twenty dollars on top of that, so it'd be fifty bucks just for the three individual movies, and you can get it for thirty five. Get all all for thirty five bucks. You're like, well, that's actually a really good deal. Like, so people who are interested in it, jump on that. You know, so yeah. But outside of that, did you pick up any movies from the brick and mortar store? Or what's coming out? Oh well, let's let's find out what's coming out this Tuesday because uh, yeah, I didn't pick out anything in brick and mortar. But here we go, uh, Looney Tunes holiday triple feature 
is coming out. There's not much coming out this week, by the way. Um, and that is Bugs Bunny Halloween special. Then there's a Thanksgiving special. And then uh, Daffy Ducks, kind of like it's, I think it looks like a Scrooge kind of uh, or, or a yeah. Christmas Carol type of thing. Every cartoon, it's one point did their own version of the of the of Christmas Carol, <laughs> and then uh, getting the 4K treatment this week is uh, Beetlejuice and the Goonies are getting a, a 4K. Uh, Best Buy will have a steelbook version for each of those. Um, so if you want of to check course, those, of course they are. Uh, and then for video games, we have Airy and the Secret of Seasons, developed by Exelon and Fishy Cactus. Uh, it's Ori, O R I, A R I, A R Y, Ari. Right? Oh, okay. All right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Developed by Excellent and Fishing Cactus, and published by uh, Modus Games for the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that's on Tuesday. Then we have Iron Harvest, developed by King Art Games, and published by Deep Silver for the PS Four, Xbox One, and PC. And that is on Tuesday. Then we have WRC9, developed by Cleotron and published by uh, Bijbin Interactive. Okay, that's that's what it says. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC is 4N. It's going to be on Thursday. Then we have uh, Durimon, Story of Seasons by Bandai, Bandai Namco Entertainment America. Uh, and that is for the PS4, and that is on Friday. Uh, then we have Marvel's Avengers, developed by Crystal Dynamics, Edios, uh, Montreal, and published by Square Enix for the PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC, and that is on Friday. And then they have NBA 2K21, developed by Visual Concept, published by 2K Games for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that's on Friday. Paradise Killer, developed by... Crazy Game Works and published by Fellow Traveler for the Switch and PC, and that's on Friday. And finally, Tony, sorry, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, developed by Various Visions and published by Activision for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that is on Friday. Yeah, that um, <clears throat> the Tony Hawk is <clears throat> a remastered version of the first two games okay which apparently if you if you pre-ordered it digitally you got to play the warehouse level demo version of it huh? um i heard i heard i heard i've heard nothing but good things so far about the game um everyone who has been interested in it you know i never played a tony hawk games i think i might have dabbled in it once or twice um i know that it's a popular it was a very popular game because tony hawk at the time was really popular um, I also know too that Tony, some of the guys who were in the original version of the game, still skate today. So they went back in and and aged them up into the game. Like Tony Hawk's going to be what Tony Hawk looks like today, not from the first game. Why? Because he still skates and he he still he uses his board and he wants people to know that it doesn't matter. I still I still skate every day. So I want you to you know if you're going to play me you're going to be, be me as who I am right now. And they did it with a couple of the other guys too, which I thought was fascinating. Huh. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, motion capital and, you know, they still got it. They still got it. You know, it's just, it's like, Hey, we know those old guys are going to get represented. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, good for them. 
Um, but I, yeah, like I said, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything horrible yet. But then again, the game's not fully out. Um, the Avenger game I do have pre-ordered, um, so I might have a review next week on it. Um, I'm kind of excited. I'm more excited about the fact that the um, uh, since I have a PlayStation, we get Spider-Man and Xbox does not. Nah, 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 nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm like I'm ex- I'm excited for that. Um, <clears throat> so like I said, I hope hopefully like I I did know that they from the beta when I was playing the beta they did I talked about it. Beta was fun. It was kind of busy. The second time I played the beta the next weekend, it looked better. Like they they did fix things, so I'm really excited to see what they do in the final product. Uh-huh. Um, again, I mean it's all you know it's all pomp and circumstances until Cyberpunk and the PS5. God knows when that's going to come out and if it comes out, you know, or it's going to come out just in limited quantities. So I, I don't know. I I I think they will put it out because you know, like. I mean, if it was earlier, I'd say no. They probably would have waited because they don't know what this whole COVID thing, what's going to happen. But I think after a while, they're like, yeah, we got to get this out. We got to start selling it because we're not going to, you know. Well, I, I agree. I think I think that if if Xbox wasn't pushing, I think if Xbox didn't already say, hey, this is when we're thinking about releasing it because let's face it, it's going to come out in the holidays. Um, I think Sony's Sony isn't going to be like, you know what? we're having production problems or we had production problems because everything was made in China. Um, but now we're up and running and we're good. We're going to wait six months or a year. I think that they don't want to take the chances because the PlayStation four has been outselling the Xbox one since launch. So I don't think, I think they want to keep that momentum going. And I think that they're kind of forced in a position to, to put it out in the market, maybe a little sooner than they want to. You know, I, I kind of feel like we were talking about it at my work, and we all kind of thought, like, if we can get our hands on one, it'd be great. If we can buy one, it'd be awesome. But I think it will be one of the very few times that I actually buy a warranty on it. Because in my head, I'm like, I don't know how stable this thing's going to be, and I don't want to ha- own it. And then all of a sudden, like six months later, it goes to shit because of uh, uh, overheating coil type deal. You know, right. I know that they talk about the the like the their cooling system is supposed to be phenomenal. I just don't want to take any chances, especially, you know, never really buy first run of anything. But I'm, yeah, I'm always I'm, just, I'm always a wait and see. I, I after I hear I I listen to you for a month while playing it, and you go okay, you know, and then eventually, especially if there's a game that like comes out, like oh yeah, I need to get it now because there's there's this game I want to play and it's definitely gonna look right. better. Yeah, I mean, I, we'll see. Like, I'm not really, I'm taking it. I mean, I haven't heard anything about this, the X, the PlayStation. Um, every once in a while, someone will walk in, and go, "Hey, you for heard anything?" I'd be like, "No." Like, I won't. I'll know when everyone else knows, just like everybody else. Like, there's no secret meeting. The hey, we're gonna do it on this day, but we're gonna tell everybody it's gonna be this day. Right? You know, it, it doesn't work that way. <clears throat> so, you know. Um, so yeah, so Marvel, I'll probably have a, a decent um, review on um, if I can get away from the if I can get away from the golf course, Ed. <laughs> 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 it's 
years I've been playing golf a lot lately, Ed. PGA to two K twenty one. I'm playing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, <sighs> I do have some news if you're interested. Yes. Okay. Um, I have an article here. Marvel's MCU Phase Four release dates. All new movies and shows. Are you interested, Ed? Of course. Okay, well, apparently Black Widow is coming out November 6th, apparently. Um, no one really knows it's going to be coming out on, you know, the in, in theaters or on Disney Plus or both. We'll get back to that later. Um, December 2020, WandaVision. February 12th, 2021, uh, Eternals. They changed the name from The Eternals to just Eternals, I guess. Okay. Um Early 2021, What If and Loki. I'm really looking forward to What If. Yeah. Because I, I love the comic book. That's my, one of my favorite comic books to read because it was always like these warped stories. Mm-hmm. Um, March 19th next year, Morbius. Okay. With, uh, um, we call it Jared Leto. Um, May 7th next year, um, Shang-Chi the Legend and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, June 25th next year, Venom 2. And also on Disney Plus, Hawkeye uh, in sometime in next year. Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. Wow. So they are, uh, Also, why one last thing. Oh, no, a couple more. Um, December 17th next year, Spider-Man 3, which looks like it might be called Homesick. Huh. <sighs> I mean, it makes sense because if he's supposed to be on the run, yeah. you know, it went from, uh, what do you call it, homecoming, far from home to homesick. I mean, that's, you know, you got a, you got, you got a trilogy there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the home, it's the home trilogy. The, the Spider-Man right, home that's trilogy. What we're, that's what we call it. It's the Spider-Man home trilogy. <laughs> um, then coming February 2022, Ed, Thor, Love and Thunder. All right. Uh, March 25th, 2022, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Um, I don't know about this one because this was done before the news of Chadwick's passing. Um, May 6th, 2022, Black Panther 2. Okay. I don't I don't know about that one now. Um, July 8th, 2022, Captain Marvel 2. It's going to be a lot of twos in 2022, Ed. <laughs> Oh. There's at some point further down the line Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, Ant Man 3, um, uh, Young Avengers, possibly. Um, you know, apparently Sony has Spider Woman and Craven the Hunter movies on the way. So who knows what's coming up? But that's, that's kind of what's right now. That's what's on the plate for Phase 4. I think that's all going to change. At this point, I agree. I, the, yeah, I agree. The only reason why is because, like, like what, what it will, what was Chadwick Bowman's uh, character, you know, playing uh, Black Panther? What was his role in all of that? Because you know, that's that's how they were doing it. I mean, they were they were intermixing characters basically in movies, depending on a storyline, you know, like to to build up. So he might add cameo appearances in other movies, so that might hurt their productions. You know, right. like in the in the overall. So you go, 
gee, you know, like, uh, you know, it's a shame, you know, of course, they're not going to, they're not going to look at it now. They're not going to be like, all right, you know, like, it's been a week. Let's, let's, you know, let's sit down and talk about this. They're going to, they're going to, I think they're going to film what they can, like, like with, with what, you know, uh, um, uh, without him and then figure out like what, where, where to, in, like how to insert him in later or, you know, if, if they're going to do Black Panther. Um, I mean, I guess you. I think you said it best. It depends on what role he was supposed to play in this big picture. Yeah. You know, because if hear me on this one, you could theoretically replace Black Panther with a completely different character. You know. Well, they did, might, they did it with with the uh, with the uh, War Machine. I mean, they you know, I mean that was different reasons. No, 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 no I, I wasn't talking about completely like like recasting and stuff. I'm talking about like not have Black Panther in the Phase Four movies. Like you could sit there and say, okay, you know what? Instead of of Black Panther, we'll do Doctor Strange, or we'll do you know Falcon, or somebody instead. Mm-hmm. You know, it really just depends. I mean. Doctor Strange seems to work a little better because if his movie's working with multiverses, maybe there's something happens there that he he needs to keep something time wise. You know, there's you can kind of, there's more leeway that way I think, but I don't I don't I don't think you're gonna. I would be surprised if they try recasting Black Panther any time within the next two or three years. I think I, I would be surprised, honestly. I mean, yeah, I'm saying yeah. like, like I, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not saying to recast something like that was, that would be my choice. But I'm okay. just saying you're, you're sitting there with Marvel and you know, you're, especially Disney and Marvel. I mean, they're, they, they're making money. That's, that's, that's the, that's sure. the point of this. You know, not like, oh, let's make a great story and let's not, you know, let's not sully, you know, uh, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, I mean, obviously they're gonna go, yeah, you know what? Because of, because of that, you know, we were, what we have, we're gonna scrap because how can you replace him and. Blah blah blah. Right. I mean, you know, because you you, I think I think if it would look bad if they did, of like if they if they said like you know a couple months, you know, like or next year, early next year, new you know cast rumors for you know Black Panther yeah. two, blah blah blah, it would look terrible. Like you know, if, if honestly, if anything, Luke Cage, get Luke Cage on the on the big screen. He worked well on the small screen. Get the same actor. Make him Luke Cage in the big screen. Throw him in because um, you still get, you know, any kind of. You don't have to worry. There's going to be still, I hate, you know, there will still be a representation out there for for African American kids to look up to, um, or any kid really. But again, talking about you know having to look up on the screen and seeing someone look like you up there, you could. There's plenty of other, like, bring get Storm her own movie. You know, like get that. You know, re reboot Storm because now you got the X Men. I was saying the, the the whole X Men, uh, you know, uh, mutant thing. They're gonna have to. They were gonna incorporate into this phase. I thought so. That's like, so you're wondering like where where that was gonna land with with him. You know, so that's to say like, like even even if he's not in the other movies, like like how would you move forward that storyline in that movie? Like with with like how would you change it? Cause then you're going to have to change that movie to another, another character, like another, you know, like I said, like, like Luke Cage or, um, you know, I can't think of anything right now off the top of my head, but, uh, you know, uh, of African, uh, American descent or, or, or black, uh, I should say not really that, um, you know, characters, the, you know, 
you you know there 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 is some there's a few of them that you could pick that you know like they because the thing they could pick they could pick a character like a, like a third tier character that nobody's heard of and make sure. him a star because it's like like if you have a good writer and you have a the good you know machine to move forward with all this you know it, it's going to make money you know it's it's it might not do well you know critically but it's going to make money and that's i think to them that's all they really care about like you know disney and, and marvel it's the you know it's the, the end of the day it's just like yeah we want good stories but you know if we're making a profit off this where we can continue making these movies then that's fine you know like you know so that's 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 what we're left with at this point you know so it's, it's gonna be interesting to see though like like what they're going to do in the next year you know like what, what announcements they're going to make you know what what uh, uh um you know what 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 they feel is going to be the right thing to do you know and that's right. you know it's going to be a, a, a i said I, I'm, I can't wait <laughs> you know i can't wait to talk about it whatever they do right um we'll we'll be here to talk about it ed <laughs> um well speaking of movies and what were they going to do with it um new mutants hit the movie theaters recently yeah um to not very well reviews apparently um, uh, I've, I've, I've heard nothing, but nothing about it. <laughs> um, I haven't heard anything good. Um, I, I will probably, I'm curious to see like what the, re- what the reviews are, but I did grab an article because it was coming out that apparently after the first cut of new mutants was shown, Fox reportedly wanted to start over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, um, I know they reshoot, reshot this thing, but go ahead. Well, this was um, basically there was to get the new mutants on the screen. There was a series of delays. Then you had to worry about the ownership from Fox to Disney. And there was behind the scene issues. Uh, a new report shed some light on, on what was actually happening behind the scenes with Excuse me. With Fox apparently really, really disliking the first cut of the movie, um, after principal filming was complete, Fox reportedly had a serious negative reaction as the quote studio discussed throwing the entire movie out to start over with a total reshoot, according to Vulture, and you know it's a company, a, a publication. Um, before even the less than lukewarm response, several aspects of New Mutants ended up being left on the cutting room floor. Um, apparently it was originally originally set in the 1980s and envisioned as a hybrid horror breakfast club movie uh, the new mutants would have featured crossovers with the X-Men including Storm as a quote sadistic jailer and there would even be wilder plans for a trilogy um, but the creative process was shaky putting it mildly the reports details writers being continually brought in to punch up the material a new direction away from the Breakfast Club motif after shot callers got cold feet and a roundtable, quote, an intervention with director Josh Boone. Uh, after some serious behind-the-scenes struggles, New Mutants was eventually filmed, and remarkably, no reshoots were done. Uh, what you'll see in theaters was uh, filmed the first time around. No pickups, no Rogue One-style retread, nothing. So, so what you see was what you're seeing is what the movie was supposed to be right from the start. Um, <clears throat> you'll find out the for more news mutants. Find out why there was there was no mutants post credit scene. What happens once the credits roll? It's just hey, go to this article. So, yeah, um, 
<laughs> there you have have at it. Um, I don't know what else we, we, to make of that, other than the I, now I now I need to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my wife and I were talking about going to the theater and seeing it. You know, actually actually make an attempt uh, to see it. And uh, based off of what I've heard, like nobody's really going to the theater, so it's like might be the opportune, you know, thing to do, um, you know, now because if you let me see, you can can pretty much have the theater yourself. Because like some people are saying, like, yeah, like they've gone in and it's like maybe like four people and like they've all like distanced themselves in great, you know, spots, you know, in the in the theater, and you know, because a lot of the seats are are closed off uh basically because they don't want to you know uh you know they are doing the you know uh got abiding by the cdc's uh, uh which is our, our local uh our government our national government's uh, uh uh disease control center um but uh but anyway uh going back uh um so yeah so like you you, you so my wife and i go to see it and then i'm like and then i hear all these bad things and i'm like it and I'm thinking, oh, it was hard. But then I'm like, it's only PG-13, so it's like it can't be that bad, you know, like a right. you know type of movie. But it's just like, yeah, it's probably like you know, like like uh, <laughs> Dark Phoenix. I mean, you know, like it's it's gonna be terrible. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I enjoyed Dark Phoenix, but I mean, I I knew it wasn't good. Like I'm not gonna say like. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Like, I'm surprised people didn't like this movie. Like, yeah, I saw why it was terrible. Like, like <laughs> it was obvious. Like, you know, and, and but I still enjoyed it. Um, I it, mean, I, I, well, I saw Dark Phoenix with you. Uh, while I enjoyed it as a X Men movie, I was also kind of like, no, oh, I mean, that's you guys went out like this. I mean, it's almost like rehashing X Men three in a way. Yeah. You know, like. Okay, and knowing that the last third of the movie, the big fight on the train, was never supposed to be there in the first place, it was all like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I guess it kind of worked, you know, out in the end, but okay, like, sure, why not? <laughs> you know, it just felt like, okay, well, you kill off a couple characters, and you're like, ooh, to try to be quote-unquote edgy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, sure, why not? Uh, I'll I'll go on one last ride, and the ride just happened to be bumpy. That's all. No. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's like I wasn't expecting anything better for New Mutants, you know. After that, and then hearing like how many times they had to do like reshoots and you know and, and yeah, they delayed it in the beginning. Yeah. What's, so like you know, it's like once you're all that kind of stuff, you're going, yeah. They don't have any faith in their project. They're trying to they're trying to put some more money into it to try and fix the problem, but. All in all, it's not working. So you know right. they were they were like, how do we fix this? How do we fix this problem? Throw money at it. Like I was just I was skimming through another another article, hoping I maybe get like more detail, but it was pretty much rehashing what I just said in, in someone else's own words. It legitimately came down to they hired all these writers to try to punch up the script because the script they had was they were pushing the the teen, the John Hughes angsty teen movie with mutants but also kind of making it kind of horror-esque. And then I can rightly, I can see why execs would get cold feet, because if you're going to have a superhero movie, you're going to want the kids to show up, but the kids aren't going to go show up if it, there's horror elements to the movie, even though the movie's PG-13. Right. Like, uh, I, you know, it's 
it's kind of a, a personal choice. Like, but how can you have Storm as a sadistic jailer if she's the hero in the other X Men movies? How do you how do you make that work? Unless it's you know played off as a, a vision in someone else's head, and you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, like there's a way to kind of cheat that a little bit, but that would require a reshoot or a re-editing. And then with all these people coming in, the when you have so many writers somebody it has to get paid to make sure that it all is one cohesive unit because you could be talking about a character and wanted to do something with a character and and while it's cool as all it winds up being a complete 180 from what the other person wrote and how does that fit into the script so i can understand why somebody at one point went why don't we just start over like i know it's been filmed and it's been edited and it's ready to go but this movie's shit let's just scrap it and start over again it wouldn't be the first time Hollywood have done something like that but it why they had their hands were tied because they they put so much time and effort into this version and then by the time they were like okay we think it's ready well no 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 now it's not ready wait now we have to wait because there's a, a merger going on okay we'll wait because now Disney's like well we don't want you to put that out because it's Marvel characters. And if we're getting those Marvel characters back, we might want to do something with them instead of what you're doing with them. So let's see what you got. And then, you know, and then that shit hits the fan. Cause then you got Fox people going, Oh shit. Disney's going to want to watch it. It's crap. Do it over. You know, <laughs> Like, oh no, oh no, mom and dad's coming quick. Hide. <laughs> Shove that in the bed. Quick. <laughs> They're in the no, closet. No, quick. <laughs> Quick, change the porn. You know, change, change the turn the porn off and put back on the cartoons. You know, <laughs> that's the that's the feeling you got. It's like, oh no, here comes mom and dad. They're gonna look at what we're doing. And quick, you know, you have that that distorted porn channel, yeah. and that you try to, you know, everyone's seen the opening of we call it American Pie probably at this point. You know, and then mom and dad come walking, and you go click. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I was here. I was watching. Uh, the, what do you call it? The Hee Haw. Yeah, I was watching Hee Haw. Oh, this show's great. Like, <laughs> I was watching Lawrence Welk. Yeah, <laughs> really? You? Yeah, you know I got a thing for bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a lot of Disney news, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> I looked at all the articles. I'm going, hey, Disney did this and Disney did that. So, strap in, Ed. Okay. Um, apparently, they're making a movie called Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay, and they they just recast the lead with Kelly Marie Tran um, as the new lead. Um, someone puts it in a historic move. I don't know how historic it is, but Disney has chosen to recast the forthcoming animated adventure Raya and the Last Dragon with Kelly Marie Tran from Star Wars: The Last Jedi, <clears throat> now taking over the t uh, the title role and becoming the f well. Okay, she's becoming the first Southeast Asian to lead a Disney animated film, according to Deadline. Um. While written by Adele Lim uh, and Kwai Nguyen and directed by Don Hall from Big Hero 6, um, the film is set in a mysterious realm of Kumandria and centers on, on warrior Raya as she, seeks for the, as she seeks for the last dragon before Drum, the evil force, destroys the realm. Hmm. Um, it was originally voiced by Cassie Steele from Ricky, Rick and Morty. Um, but the filmmakers in the studio have chosen to adjust her vision to adjust their vision to bring Tran in as the lead the lead star, joining the previous cast um, Aquafina, who is starring as a dragon in human form named Saizu. So, 
Uh, all right, sure. Why not? I mean, if I, I'm I'm going to say this: if the story is based on an Asian culture, why would you not have an Asian person be the voice of the star? I mean, that seems to be the trend now. Like, hey, like, <sighs> yeah, no, I mean, you know. I, no, I understand that and all, and I, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's 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 probably the correct way of doing things. But you go, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna probably bring some controversy to say this, but. Like it's just like you know it's just like again it comes. Find it funny that we always well you're the controversial one. I'm the I'm the let it all loose fly out. And you're like whoa 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 slow your roll there son. Let me tell you how things should be done my way. <laughs> it's 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 just like like one of those type of things where it's just like like it's a voice like like you're you're like if 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 somebody has a you know speaks with a southern accent but they're asian because they were born in asia and they were transferred here and they were like living in georgia all their life and they have a southern drawl now because of the the environment they grew up in and they you know and then they they do you know a southern animated movie then you go well why didn't a southerner do it you know like, like well she was she was born and raised she was raised there she wasn't born there but she was raised blah 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 and it's just like you know like you know like the same with with like now like you go like well you know i don't know if this actress probably didn't but i mean just saying like imagine if the actress lived in china you know like like was born here in america but moved to china and like lived in china and then you know and it's just like i mean i mean i know i'm pulling hair you know you know very thin hairs on this one but it's just like you go all right well it's kind of like a no-brainer to have an Asian person portray the 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 character, but it's just like, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't. You know, I mean, like if 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 they're qualified for the job and they get the role, be you know. Right. Well, see, that's, that's the thing is, like somebody would say, I, I know what you're going to say, and I'll, allow me to fall on this sword, okay? <clears throat> I think what you're trying to say is like you, and I believe this too. The best person for the job should get the job. It right. shouldn't. It shouldn't be a requirement that you fit into a stereotype in order to play a stereotype. You know, is the best way. Like, I agree. The person doesn't have to be an Asian of Asian descent to play an Asian character in, in, a, in an animated adventure. However, as long as that person adheres to not doing your classic Asian accents. Right, right. Like, um, like yeah, you know, like I, I've notoriously do the samurai guy, you know. So it's like, okay, well, I don't think I should be hired to play a samurai in, in, in an Asian cartoon because I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm doing it as a, as a lighthearted homage to that those kind of characters. I don't take it seriously at all. So don't hire me for that role because I would just, I would, I would ruin it. I would ruin it, and people would be upset right. that I'm sitting there making, you know doing a fake accent to a character that I'm not. It would make it look like I'm making fun of him, even though in my heart of hearts, I was not. Right. You know, like John Belushi, when every time he played the samurai chef or, or you know, like he's not Asian. So should he be allowed to play an Asian person on television today? Probably not. Right. Back like, then. Like... Yeah. It was okay because it was satire. Right. You and, know, and, and that's, we're allowed to do. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I was going to say, just that it's just, you know, it's just like, I'm not saying like that this should never happen. I'm just saying that, you know, like, 
if this actress, you know, like if it was live action and it was supposed to be, yes, you know, definitely you need an Asian person to portray that character, you know, because, you know, it's, it does, that's, that has to fit the bill, but you're talking about now a cartoon, you know, (laughs) and it's just like, you know, and I'm the same, like, yeah, if you, if, if you're doing like an Asian accent to like do a lighthearted thing, you know, for this movie, then no, like, yeah, obviously not. Like, you know, if you were, you know, it's just like, it's like, but it's the thing, like you could talk to an Asian person and they could speak. I don't have, see, that's the thing. Like this is, this is a, this is, I want to say something about it. It's going to sound racist no matter how I say it. So I'm just going to say it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I don't mean, I don't mean to be racist, the, but the, the, we call it the opinions of the stars of geeks. No, represent all of geeksters. <laughs> you want to throw an asterisk and a, and a, and a, and a disclaimer there? Like, <laughs> look, I'm going to say something and it's going to sound off colored and kind of might, might be racist, but I don't mean it to be racist. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, Ed. <laughs> I mean, if you're speaking to somebody like an, an an Asian person here in America, that's like a third or fourth generation Asian Asian American that's lived here all their lives, they can speak like a white person, and you can't tell the difference. Like if if I, you know, like did a voice, you know, recorded the podcast, you know, and you know, the white girl and, a, and an Asian girl, and they spoke, you know, they've they've lived in their, you know, they were born here, they were raised here, you know, they were from the same area. And you really can't tell the difference because the dialect's kind of the same because maybe they're Valley Girls or they're New Yorkers or, you know, Pennsylvanians, Philadelphians or whatever. And you can't tell the difference. Then what does it matter? You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, 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 like if, if, if that's the case, like if, if you needed somebody with an Asian accent, then yes, hire an Asian person because, you know, then it becomes a little racist for that to happen. You know, like, I, hey, I, but, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say, you know, this is, I'm going to. I'm going to double down on, on, on this, right? Uh-huh. I don't think, like, I don't think you should hire characters Asian and you hire an, an Asian actress or actor to play that role and they sound like, and they don't sound Asian and they punch up an Asian accent in their voice to sound Asian when they're not. Isn't that kind of also problematic or is that gets a pass? Like, because um, <laughs> that's, that's, because that's her, the problem. Her, her character in the Last Jedi, while she is Asian visually, I didn't hear an Asian accent. Right. So now you hire her to play an Asian character in an animated show. Is she going to sound Asian? Because wouldn't you? Wouldn't some people have a problem with that too? Like I don't. That's where that's, that's where it gets real gray and real fuzzy. Because I'm like, well, what's how? That's okay then if she does. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get at. Like with this whole thing is just like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, if like, like, like at what point is it like, you know, like, like, like it's, it's that same thing. Like, like there's, there's certain things that like certain cultures do that like, you know, like almost plays the stereotype and you go, and they're not really like that. And you go, is it because you know, like, is that racist because they're doing it or because they are that culture? That's fine. You know, like, and- you know what? We cannot have this conversation only because we don't know. Yeah. Anything we say is we're just going to look like two stupid old white guys. <laughs> and and I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, we're now dancing in a realm of questions that we don't have answers to because if we ask those questions, we get branded as a racist. Yeah. And even if, even if we mean it in the most innocently 
naive way, like, look, we're two idiots and we're actually it's a legitimate question. Someone's gonna go, yeah, but that's que- that questions if that question's kind of racist, and you're like, but I, I didn't mean it that way. Well, you know, Ed, even though, even though you don't mean to be a racist, you still are. Like, <laughs> that's the climate we live in. And even though it's an innocent question, like, if an, what we're trying to what we're trying to dance around is is the fact, like, okay, well, if she puts on an accent, is she is she in trouble? Or will, will will the studio get in trouble? Like, or, and I'm not saying she's not the best person for the job, but if she was, she would have been hired first. Maybe. I don't know. Like, maybe they didn't even think about asking her until they went, hey, we got a white girl doing an Asian character, maybe we should recast that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, actress. Dis, that's what Dizzy's at, though, at this point. They're like, they're like right. yeah, we got we to gotta make major changes on everything. Like, you know, we can't we can't have people do something that they're not like that, they're, you know, like type of thing. So like, they're going to hire Asian actors and, and black, act, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. I mean, because, because I mean, she's call sheet and you, you have Kelly trans being an actress and she's an, it's an Asian part or whatever part she wants to play. That's fine. But I also understand too, like, you know what? We got to dance around. We can't have a non ethnic person, play an ethnic character because that's going to look bad i get it completely get it and i also agree i also but i also agree it was the best person should get the job yeah you know if that person sounds like the person you think in your head then maybe that person should get the job and let the chips lie where they may but that being said i also agree 100 percent of like hey if it's an asian character look at asian actresses and actors to do voiceover work right that should be a no-brainer but if you have a hundred people, hundred Asian actors in a room, and the one non-Asian person knocks it out of the park and really gets the character, that person now hypothetically loses the job because you don't want to cast them because it's going to look bad. Right. It's it's this catch twenty two situation that that studios don't want to get caught in, and I'm glad I don't get paid to make those decisions. Yeah. I mean. If I got paid to make those decisions, I probably wouldn't care. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go live in my mansion now. Who cares? But, you know, I... I, I, I <laughs> how do you live with yourself? <laughs> you know how I live with myself? I live with myself in a two-car garage, you know, with a nice big studio TV that I can watch my movies on. I, I'm perfectly fine. I'll cry my... I'll cry myself to sleep in my big Dow pillow. On <laughs> <laughs> a pile of women. Cash, in the cashmere silk sheets. You know? <laughs> as, as, as my manservant makes sure that my coffee's ready in the morning. <laughs> That's how I deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd say we put a pin in that argument for later or for another time. Um, However, Ed, guess what? Disney, since we're talking about Disney still, is making a movie on Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. (laughs) I did hear this one, but I just briefly heard it. So go ahead. Live action remake will be written by one of the Park and Recreation writers. Um, Park and Rex was a pretty popular comedy show on, on TV. Um, Walt Disney Studios reportedly working on a new live-action movie based on its Haunted Mansion ride in Disneyland. It will be written by Katie Dippold, according to a report in The Hollywood Reporter. Um, she has previously worked on Parks and Recreations, 
Ghostbusters, and The Heat. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> All right? Uh, <laughs> the Haunted Mansion attraction is one of the last rides Disney himself had a hand in designing. It debuted in 1969 and after his death in 1966 at Disneyland. Um, it can also be found at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, and Tokyo Disneyland. Among the 999 ghosts, the ride features are uh, features are Madame. They talk about the the hitchhiking ghosts, um, similar rides at Disneyland. The new Haunted Mansion movie will be produced by the same team who took on the live action Aladdin movie. The report says um, Disney didn't immediately respond to a request for comment, but it's no surprise the studio could be going after another ride-based movie, considering the success of Pirates of the Caribbean. You also have the upcoming Jungle Cruise movie starring uh, The Rock and Emily Blunt. So, um, I saw the original Haunted Mansion. Haunted, I love the Haunted... Okay, go record. I love the Haunted Mansion ride. I think it's a great ride. Never... I. It's adorable. It's cute. It's kind of it's fun to be a part of. I did see the Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's there. Oh, um, I mean, it is what it is. It, it's no Tower of Terror movie, you know. <laughs> but I look, I love the Tower of Terror movie. I think it's a great movie. And I love that ride. But Haunted Mansion, whew, they couldn't. Huh. Family front haunted na- mansion. I mean, it worked great for Casper, but not so much with A. Murphy. You know? So, them rebooting or remaking it, alright, sure, why not? I mean, the special effects will be a lot better. Um, I, I hope they... I hope the jokes are funnier than than Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> I, but I like... I thought the heat was great, and I thought Park and Rex has um, is is a decent show. I never really got. I could never really get into it, but I know a lot of people who adore that, just the way people adore The Office. Um, yeah, it was. It was so, I mean, it was a decent show. I mean, it's, I'm saying like if you compare that to The Office, The Office was better. But I mean, like it was. It was like Amy Folder playing the character and the, the supporting cast that I thought was really good. Like you know, like if you took Amy Folder out of the the cast, the rest of the cast was pretty good. You know, so you. Right, you and, and, Bob Lowe was on it for a while. Aubrey Plaza, Chris Platt. Um, there's really, it's a really, really good. Again, sometimes you can have a sucky main character if the supporting characters are phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I mean, I thought Amy I, Folder did a good job of it, you know, type of thing. But I mean, like, 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 it's like, like Seinfeld. Like, like to me, Seinfeld's not that funny, but with his cast from the show, uh, it's a good cast. You know, like, you know, GC Alexander playing and Kramer and. Uh, yeah, and uh, Julie Drew playing Elaine. Yeah, yeah Elaine. Yeah, the, if it's if you take out all those characters, Jerry just kind of whining about shit. Yeah. But if you throw in those wacky characters, the angry guy, the crazy guy, the the n- neurotic woman, and Jerry being like the, his supporting cast, winds up being a classic show. Probably one of the greatest sitcoms. It's one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. You know. Some people might disagree, but I would say Seinfeld, Friends, Cheers, you know, those shows kind of work, still yeah. work. Um, so, I mean, I got to see the trailer. In fact, I almost willing to bet that this will probably go direct to streaming. <laughs> 
like I don't think I don't think Disney is going to put the money. They'll put the money in it to make it a, a a workable movie, and they'll probably get maybe like one or two name stars in it. But I think it, it to me, I feel like this is a definitely a ploy for next year Halloween coming to Disney Plus, Haunted Mansion only on Disney streaming. Well, it's, 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 it's that, that, that it brings up the the whole point of like Milan and all, like with with everything going on this year and all. It's just like like, and I I think I, I had a brief conversation today about it, and it's just like you know like like some people think that like with Disney's if Disney pulls out and just does everything on Disney Plus, and if they do the the you know if this success of the the video on demand spending all this money for for this movie. And they do other movies like this could be the new thing, you know. So you could see like Haunted Mansion on there, but like would they would they pay it thirty bucks for it, or would they put it on for just regular Disney Plus? Is the question. But what it comes down to is is that like I can see Disney putting a lot of money into this and and making trying to make this a success, like like almost like like because that's the thing. Like everybody's thinking of the Eddie Ver- Eddie Murphy version of it, and you go. That was a tough watch. Like, it, like it was good. There were some parts that were good, and like, and Eddie really tried. But you go, you go, yeah. There's only so much that they could do at that time because it was like the late '90s, I think it was, and it came out. Yeah. So you, you, you know, yeah. like, 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 there was always that error of special effects that like just fall flat. And you know, like the Disney, Disney, at one point wasn't doing too well. I mean, that's why they. It was in three, by the way. What's that? Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. 2003. Oh, that changes my that changes my <laughs> that changes my argument altogether. Uh, yeah, that was terrible. Oh man. <laughs> like, oh shit! Never mind. If it was in the late, if it was in the earlier late nineties, I can believe it. But once it hit the twenty the twentieth century, twenty first century, fuck, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> it was because I mean, like, like you you go you go from like Lord of the Rings to that, and you go. I mean, I know they didn't make Lord of the Rings, but you go, you go look at that technology i mean like you know like like you could have done something better with this you know like the you know like even late ladies like matrix and all that kind of stuff coming out i mean like like it's just like there were so many movies out there that did technology better and i'm like you couldn't you couldn't pull something like that together i mean that's why i think they like bought like star wars you know like back into it twice off because it's like yeah like like animated we're doing really well but some of the live action we're getting our ass kicked like like we've got to do something like like let's buy industrial light magic basically so we can you know run that company you know and and pass all our effects through it so we finally can get some good movies going you know and and right. like to me like that's the, the like it's just that way and i think that's why they're gonna throw a lot more money so that's why like these reshot live action animate from the animated movie catalog is happening so much is because they can do this stuff now like there's so much they 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 can do because they get the right filmmakers to come in and make these films and you go uh, you know, it's the same. Like, like you were talking about somebody who wrote two out of three good scripts. You know, two two out of three good things. You know, uh, uh, being successful. So it's like you know, it's like going to be hit and miss. But I mean, like if you have a good director, you know, and a good cast and good special effects, I think it's going to be a good movie. You know, like you know, and and if anything, Disney's just going to bank on making money off of the name of Haunted Mansion enough just to profitize off of it. Whether they make right. sequels of it, if it's, it's is irrelevant. It's just like, oh wait, we can, we you know we we made money off of this, you know, thank God, like you know, like like 
we made a success because that's the thing they like i think that's where they do things i think they they look at something that was a failure back like you know so many years ago and they go how do we make a success like i think like with tron like tron legacy like they 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 took that 1982 tron movie and they go yeah it didn't do too well Let, let's like it made a profit but it didn't make that much money let's see if we could do this again and that's why right. that you know the tron legacy came out i mean and that's why they think they, they built those tron rides because there is a love for it but it just people don't go to the theaters for it you know so they're gonna right. go well and that's like think a lot of people are saying hey if they're making this tron ride are they gonna make a third movie and there's been talks about another movie now like recently. I, I saw that um okay and i i was thinking about bringing it to the show this was weeks ago Jarrett leto is working with a director apparently and they are that that tron 3 is a go at least and I, there was no real confirmation so i didn't bring it because it was like well, just because Jared Leto says so must be true. I can't, you know, can't one person doesn't make a real good news story. Like, is anything you should check your sources, you know, or at least make sure that there's more than one news source about it. Right, and um, I mean, I'm like I've I've heard other things, but like I said, again, this is all hearsay. It's nothing like you know, right. like thing. I've heard there was a scriptwriter attached to the project that's been writing a script for this, and it's like in the final drafts of it at this point. Right so, now, I heard that there's you know, like there's a director and Jared Leto who's working with him because he's the, supposed to be the star of the next one, and I'm like, all right, sure, you say so, you know, like. I, I don't. I never. I never disliked him as an actor. I'm like, okay, we'll see what they're going to do with it. You know, is he going to play the hero or the heavy? You know, mm. I can see him being more of a bad guy than a good guy. Because if you're still going to have Jeff Bridges and the rest of the gang in it, because they're all still up, they're still upright. You know, <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. So I was saying. So yeah. going back to Haunted Mansion, I think that like Haunted Mansion's going to be. Uh, I think they're going to put more money into it. I think I think they're going to I think they're going to like. But say saying though, where where are they going to put it in in when it comes out? Like where where is it going to land? Like is it going to land in the theaters? Because are we going you know if by that point are we going to be in theaters watching movies again or is it going to be on Disney Plus? And if so, right. we're going to play it like a, an on demand fee of it. You know that's the thing. I mean, of course though, I'd say like this next weekend for Mulan is going to be the big indicator i think whether it's going to be successful or not but i did hear some news about that i wanted to add to just just... well i do have one news article about mulan okay go ahead okay now the article then kind of does an update so i'm going to read the article okay and then i'll then i'll do the update and we can speculate ed Mm -hmm. all right the headline reads Mulan releases to all Disney Plus subscribers for free in December. Okay. Okay? Now, the news article goes as follows. Mulan will become available to Disney Plus subscribers in December, just three months after its theatrical and premiere access streaming release. Um, Disney's uh, will become the film is live action remake of Disney's 1998 animated classic and has the continuously shifting release date. Um, so it basically is saying, hey, Disney then announced Mulan's going to be available for purchase on Disney Plus starting on September 4th, 2020. That's a week from it's this week. Um, the film will also release theatrically in markets where cinemas are allowed to operate and where Disney Plus isn't available. 
The film will cost a relatively steep 30 bucks on the streaming platform, but it will be a permanent purchase, not a rental. There is widespread speculation on when the film would be available for free on Disney+. Plus. Based on the release of the films like Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker and Frozen 2, it was a safe assumption to a, a safe assumption that Disney Plus wouldn't see a free version of Milan on the streaming service platform until mid-2021. That doesn't appear to be the case. According to the pre-order page for the movie, Mulan will release for all Disney Plus subscribers on December 4th, 2020. This news marks the fastest that the major film has gone from theatrical release to being streamed for free on Disney Plus, with only three months between the two. Um, <clears throat> you can see a screenshot of the Mulan Disney page, you know, below. Um, it does say Premiere Access. Um, it does say start streaming September 4th, 2020 for $30, and then it's kind of blurry, but then it says um, will be a release um, December 4th, 2020. So it looked like it was going to, you know, um, it's there. I see it um, personally. Like I'm looking right at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, while the announcement to Mulan's directed Disney Plus release has been good for Disney stocks, the reception from both fans and theaters have been mixed. With the movie theaters already being one of the hardest hit businesses during the pandemic, theater owners have been particularly upset with Disney's release plans for Mulan. Fans have also expressed their disappointment, citing how similar Disney blockbusters like Black Widow will still have a typical theatrical release. Um, Disney has stated that they intend Mulan's Disney's... They, they have stated that Mulan's going to be the only time they do this. Um, they also arguing that locking Mulan behind a paywall is a Determined to the film, and that it's and its intended audience. Given that Mulan will be the first Disney branded film with an all Asian cast, making the film less acceptable at open seems like a step backwards for representation in Hollywood. Seems to be a theme in this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Disney's decision to release a major film on a streaming service so soon after its theatrical window is unprecedented. Depending on how successful the film is and bringing in new Disney Plus subscribers, this decision could pose huge implications for the future of cinema and release structures. Given how close its non-premiere access release will be to its theatrical one, there's a pretty good chance that this will, ne- this will negatively affect Mulan's theatrical sales. There were many arguments for why Mulan wouldn't work on Disney Plus, but given how unprecedented the whole situation is, no one can really predict how successful the film will or won't be because it's never been done before, right? Um, given how many theaters around the world can't operate at full capacity in major cities in the U.S., like New York and Los Angeles, who aren't still allowing theaters to be open, distributors have to find a way to deliver films to consumers. It's unknown whether or not anyone will eventually return to a typical release structure, but the success or failure of Milan will certainly be an important factor for future cinema releases. Now, then the article then goes back at the, you know, like right before it all, it says update. Disney plus has since removed the December date from its Mulan pre-order page. And then they continue on with what I basically in the story, what I just talked about. So Ed, let's speculate. (laughs) So here it is. It's like, okay, you're going to pay 30 bucks in September to see Mulan. Or wait two more months to see it free free with your regular subscription. Or uh, go to the movie theaters. <laughs> I watch, you know, I, as as I as I usually tell you, I usually watch a lot of YouTube during the week because uh, I, you know, I'm finding out different things, especially with cord cutting and all that kind of stuff. And 
that's that's come up a lot this week. Uh, Mulan uh, versus you know um, you know buying it versus you know coming out December fourth for free and a lot of people are saying that that's like from their sources you know which i don't know if you could really believe these people at all um you know these youtubers you know some 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 have some like uh um kind of inside track or some information sure. you know because they, they talk to people that are you know work in the industry for disney and, and stuff like that so they have an idea that that is actually the case like that's as as of right now that is still the way it's going to happen where september for four september 4th you buy it for 29.99 i guess plus tax then you know come three months later december 4th it's going to be available to everybody else who didn't purchase it uh for free as part of the service uh, as regular service of doing it so i don't know that to me it's just like the only advantage you would have that the way i see it is is the fact is is you you were an early adapter you bought it because you couldn't wait till december to see it so you go i'm watching it now like i'm gonna watch it september 4th and buy right. it you know for 30 bucks which i think the more the more i thought about it, the more ridiculous it sounded 30 dollars like that's that's that number just kept ringing in my head 30 dollars it's 30 bucks it's 30 bucks you own it for life but as long as you have your subscription but it's 30 bucks and it's right. like you, you, it's like new. Like I, I, like my wife was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it," and I'm like, "Are you, are you, are you serious?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, eventually we're gonna buy it on probably Blu-ray because, like, you know, it's physical media for me, so I have to buy it. So I'm gonna right. spend up like thirty bucks again, and I'm gonna get a digital code for it for my Voodoo yeah. and my in my Movies Anywhere account. So I'm gonna have it twice, basically, and I'm like gonna spend right. sixty dollars for it, and then in a few months. It's free. And then, of course, my wife found out that it was going to be free in December. She's like, we're not buying it then. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. But now here's the here's the problem. What if it doesn't come out in December? Like, everyone's talking a good game, but the only people at Disney could be like, you know what? Pull that because we shit someone with the cat out of the bag. Like, I... That's I, I think that's that's where I, that's where everybody stands now. This, this is this is this is this is your choice you're going to have to make. You're going to have to either go... You know what? They pulled it off the they pulled the they pulled it off the website. So I don't know if it's coming out September, December fourth or not for free. You know, included with the with the my subscription. So on that note, do I wait it out and see, and go? Well, what's another three months of not seeing Wait, well, Like I honestly think that that answer goes to how big of a Moonline fan you are. That's exactly <laughs> it. So that's what I'm saying. That's that comes down to the individual person going. Did I like this movie enough that I want to watch it live action right now for thirty bucks? Like that's the question, and like like those variables, it's like thirty bucks. Like like I, I got to keep saying that. Like it's it's thirty bucks. It's not twenty bucks. It's thirty bucks. Like if they made it less money, I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Like if it was ten bucks, nine ninety nine, sign me up for three months for ten bucks. Right. I'll, I'll waste ten bucks. Yeah, like I. If Mulan came out in stores right now. It would be on sale for twenty five bucks, maybe even twenty. Right. So now they're asking you to pay thirty bucks for a, a digital version of the movie that you'll have whenever you want to watch. As long as you keep your account active, that's the other right. thing too. Like, like you're still paying five bucks a month or whatever it is, or six bucks a month to keep your account active to buy this thirty dollar movie. Like, right. like, like you're paying thirty six bucks now to watch a movie. Yeah, or, now, or if you're like if you do it on a yearly basis, that's seventy dollars 
for the year. So now that Mulan movie now is a hundred bucks uh-huh. plus all the other entertainment, other all the other entertainment you get. Which, by the way, I watched the Phineas and Ferb movie. I thought it was cute, but you know, it's worth the eight dollars this month. You know, right? <laughs> but I mean, as far as like, like I remember seeing Mulan. I remember enjoying it. I didn't. I still think it's one of not one of their strongest movies of that era. You know, when you're dealing with the likes of Ariel and Jasmine and, you know, Beauty and the Beast, you throw all them in and then you throw Mulan in, which is a good story. But then everything that makes that story good, you're taking out. You're taking out the songs. You're taking out Mushu. You're taking out the love interest. So what do you got? You know, you got a story about a girl who fights for her country, which is awesome and great. But are they are they still I mean, I think they're still making her play as it is as a man for a long time because every every poster i see is her with long hair flowing in the wind with a sword in her hand going that is did she really do that like uh but again this movie really is probably as far from the animated version as possibly can get at this point right you know they, they add a fantastical element of a phoenix but you can't have a talking dragon you know, well, that's, that's the same. It, like, 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 it's 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 intriguing enough to watch it. Like, you'd like, I'm like, I'm interested in seeing this movie. Like, 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 I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I want to see it, but I don't want to see it for thirty bucks. Like, I just don't. Like, 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 it's not worth that price. It's just, it's just not. Like, I, I don't care what anybody says. Like, like, if if I, because I could, like, I could buy it for thirty bucks. I can get the Blu-ray DVD digital combo for thirty bucks. So I like if if something happens to the digital, I have a physical copy of it. Like I have another right. way of watching this. Like you're telling me I have to pay thirty bucks and then keep my account active because you're not. It's not like it's free. It's like oh yeah, as long as you as long as you watch it once a month or something like that, you're good. Like <laughs> it's like this. Hey, look, you buy this movie for me, right? For thirty bucks, and every month I come to your house, you give me ten bucks. And I let you still watch it. <laughs> exactly it. It's like it's like it's like it's like this is ridiculous because it's like at first it's like my wife's like 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 all on board about it because it's like it's like oh I'm like like this is like the new thing like like she's so excited about it and I'm like and then she's like she hears all the details she's like hey this is stupid like like <laughs> it's like I'm gonna punch you in the face and then you're gonna pay me for it. Yes, <laughs> and then I'll see you next week. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. <laughs> You're gonna thank me, and then I'm gonna come back next month do the same thing. <laughs> they're, they're strong arming you. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take. We're gonna give you this movie thirty bucks. That's real cheap, right? And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna just you'll ha- you'll keep it. And you'll be able to look at it whenever you want. But every month, we're just going to come by and you're going to hand us 10 bucks. <laughs> the moment you don't give us that $10, we're taking it all away from you. Yes. That means that means no Mulan. That means not only no Mulan, but no Muppets. No Muppets, no Aladdin, no nothing. I know you paid for that movie up front, but you're going it's, to – it's like <laughs> it's like, hey, you can buy the movie, but you're going to pay me to watch it. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, it's as simple as, as I could put it, and the worst part about it is it's going to work for them. Yeah, I know they're gonna. 
because they're they're going to make a few million out of it. They they are. I mean, it's 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 a bunch of people going. That seems fair. I buy the movie, but then I pay you so I can watch it whenever I want. That makes all the sense in the world. That's genius. Why? Wow, Disney here, take my money. And then three months down the line, when you can go, by that point, they'll quietly release it out on on Disney Plus because they won't make a big stink about it because it's already on their system. And anybody who owns it will have access to any to it anyway. Yeah, see, that's you that's know, that's it, I think it, where this is the, the fault it, lies is is that they they told people when it was going to come out for everybody else. Like you know, like like if if this was a movie, like you, the only way you get to watch it is to pay for it. Ten years from now, you want to watch this movie? It's going to cost you thirty bucks. Like you know, like right. like that that kind of thing. Like like if if they kept that as an on demand thing forever, and you you had to pay for it, then I get then it'd be like okay, like that's that then I buy it. You know, like all right, I'll buy it because you're. You know, if I, at any point I have to buy it, like even if I waited a year and you're like, yeah, no, it's still 30 bucks. Like, then I'm like, all right, I'll buy it. Like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do so, it. But, but in, in the, but okay, to flip it around a little bit, in the beginning of the show, we talked about you could buy Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and Bill and Ted Face the Music. Three movies, which is going to be maybe about four and a half hours, maybe five hours of entertainment for $35. That's yours to keep forever. You don't have to pay somebody every month to watch it. Thirty-five bucks, all three movies are yours. Right. Or you pay Disney thirty bucks and then ten dollars to watch it a month. You know, it's it's it doesn't make sense. It's like Disney's sitting there going right now. There's Disney going, hey, those guys are talking about us. He's making sense. <laughs> Shit, they're gonna ruin our plans. We gotta whack them. <laughs> Because what I, we gotta do is we gotta, we gotta whack all the smart people out there. Because <laughs> we were we were talking about this today too, and I said and I, and and I said this this is the wrong movie to pick to do it for. The movie, yes, because the, I don't think Mulan's got that big of a fan base. Yeah, the movie they should have done it for was um, Black Widow. I think that would have been. I don't know because I think I think a lot of people are already burned out of Black Widow because it's like she's spoiler dead and this is a movie from the past it's like hey we're, we're I feel like they're I know that this movie is supposed to launch plant the seeds for phase four but it seems to be like a, I, I don't think I'm wrong I mean if I get to watch Scarlett Johansson run around kicking ass and taking names I'm sign me up I'm in but I know I wasn't gonna pay 30 bucks for it I feel like more people would have paid 30 bucks for a movie like Aladdin, you know, mm. or, you know, Will Smith's version of Aladdin or, you know, maybe even Beauty and the Beast if they would have thought about it back then. Mm. But I don't, I just don't know if Mulan's strong enough as a, as a, as a, I could be wrong. I could be wrong because I'm, I'm solely basing my opinion on my impression of the movie. And I'm, I was not, a, I'm not an Asian girl from 1990 that might have grown up and loved this movie. And well, I now can afford the disposable income to buy it for Disney Plus. It doesn't, doesn't have to be an Asian girl either because my niece was saying today that she wanted to buy it, you know, and she's not Asian. You know, she, she said she was a fan of Milan, you know, and she's like, she's like, you know, she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. And I'm like, and her, and her, well, of course she asked her, her mother first and her mother's like, wait, who's going to pay for it? She's like, I'll pay for it. I, I, I she's, she started a job. She's, you know, she's, she's got money. She's like, right. you know, she's like, I'll, I'll pay for it. So they're like, okay, whatever. You know, they think it's a waste, but you know, it's like, it's not their right. money. So what hey, do they look, care? It's not, it's not my 30 bucks. Who cares? 
you know. That's what you want to spend I, your money on. Then that's that's your you know your your thing. But that's but that's the thing. Like like I just feel that like that's a minority. Like I don't. I really think that like the only like okay now I'm gonna put it in better perspective. If they did this with the next the next season of Mandalorian, like if they said you know what we're gonna put Mandalorian as a pay per view thing. It's thirty bucks. You get all ten episodes or eight episodes or how many ever episodes they want to do it. It's yours to keep forever. I think you know that you go shit. Maybe it might be worth it. Like <laughs> then I, I would spend thirty bucks. I would like especially right. after seeing the first I, season. I, you I, go, you go. I, I, I got to see this, especially how much I've heard about who's going to be in it or, or speculating who's going to be in it. And you go and uh, yeah, right. I need to, I need to see so, this season. You know, this is this is going to be more right. crucial, even if it's a flop. Uh, it's still going to be. I'm going to do one better. Ready, ready. I'm going to make you go. Yeah, you got my money, hands down. This is going to be a no-brainer. Everyone that listens to our show is going to go. Yeah, shit, Sean made a good point. I would buy this. The original Star Wars trilogy, unedited. Okay, so that means you get the Han shooting. You get rid of all the other. You get rid of all the other. You get the rid of the Anakin Skywalker hologram at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. You get the bare bones. You get you get what you saw in 1977, 1980, and 1983, uncut in the original format. Maybe high def up because you know what shit you're going to be paying thirty bucks for it. In fact, not even thirty bucks. Fifty dollars for all three movies. That's yours to keep digitally forever in the pristine format that you saw as a child. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? See. Ed, no brainer. Of course, yeah. I think. It, I, I mean, I, I, I was really, I was really like thinking in my brain, like, no, nah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'm doing it. And then just like, oh, the unedited version. <laughs> like, right. like, like, how, like, how, how, how often would you get to see that? You know, like, oh, it's like, oh, God. Because, like, like, I'm still cringing. Like, I, I don't have the original six films it digitally. I only have seven, eight, nine. And uh, and Rogue One and and and, and uh, Solo in digital format, but I have to buy all nine for hundred bucks, and I can't pull that trigger. Like like I love stuff. Right, I, I, I can't pull the trigger either digitally for hundred dollars for all that. Not digitally. I need I need something physical and tangible. Yeah, like I'm 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 contemplating buying each because they they have each one digitally with the physical like it's like, it's like I already have the Blu-rays of them but I'll buy right. I'm thinking about buying them again just to get the digital copy for like 20 bucks a piece right they have a nice steelbook collection going for all of the movies and I'm like that looks pretty on a shelf yeah. you know <laughs> but so, there's that also that $250 version set that's out there and I'm like I like that one even more yeah you know but it's like well slow your roll like so you're gonna buy that but okay then then my argument for Mulan gets weaker because I do think it's a perspective thing. There are people out there who love Mulan or who are willing to pay the $30. You and I aren't those people. But if it was a Star Wars thing, okay, now you maybe you got my money. You know, or if it was something that, you know, you could only watch this way. Like, and on top of that, Ed, not only do you get those original movies, we're going to throw in the holiday special, the original holiday special, high death up. You know, all for fifty dollars, you got my money. Like you do, you know, because it's 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 three movies and a train wreck. 
I, 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 I can't argue with it. I mean, really can't. I mean, just without the without the train wreck. I mean, you know, just to have those right. three movies for fifty bucks, uncut, unedited. You know, so it's like the original format. You go, oh, like, like, how can you say no? Like, like it's like you you lose the scene of Han walking around a, a very bad looking job of the hut, and then him stepping on his tail. Yeah, you lose that. You know, so you also regain only Han shooting, you know, maybe some of the other special effects. Like I think that they did the most work in Empire Strikes Back when on Bespin, they, you know, put those windows and those clouds in the background. You lose all that, but it was a good enough movie that it's also one of the movies that had the least amount of work done because it was the strongest of the three. Mm. You know, so it's like, okay, well I'm willing to sacrifice those and that horrible song and dance number at Jabba's Palace that Luke has put in, you know, and then loop it all back around to have Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker in the last scene. You lose that and you get the original actor back in. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, all for, all for a low, low price of $50, Ed. It's yours to keep forever as long as you keep paying me $10 a month. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. I mean, I would. I would. I would. I would. I would, I would be gladly and, doing it. And now, flash to Mickey in his office. Go. That's how we get them. <laughs> it's all about marketing. We 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 cater to the, your own childhood, and we 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 really yeah, and we sink the hook, and we throw a dollar amount. We go. Yeah, you know what? That thirty dollars don't. Nobody who loves me I ain't gonna give a shit about that thirty dollars. You know why? Because there's two boobs in a basement and. Pennsylvania that's willing to shell at fifty dollars for almost a fifty year old movie that's that's unedited. Fools. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, it's all about it's all about your own personal feelings and that's what we do here in Disney and that's why I'm the king of the crop. I know what if sells. If Disney's like that then I'm like, yeah I want that train wreck that throw that in there. Right. <laughs> what we got? What, we, what else we got? We got that horrible train wreck life day thing. Throw that in there too. We'll throw that. In, we'll throw that in three parts. <laughs> See that B. Arthur singing at the top of her lungs in beautiful high def, 4K. We're gonna upgrade that to 4K. First 20 minutes of the movie, we know some schmo in Pennsylvania is gonna fall right up, fall, fall the fuck asleep. <laughs> Life day. Wake him up when wake him up when we see that cartoon Boba Fett. <laughs> hey, there's there's we call B Arthur and Red Skelton. Kid, these kids don't know who the fuck they are. But you know what? We're gonna make them stars again. <laughs> Morons. <laughs> put put my fucking face in the dollar bill now, Mickey fucking Mouse. Face in the dollar bill. You know why? Because I know what sells. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I really do. I, I, I mean, I, it's, as bad as it's going to sound, I hope this flops. I really do. I hope the, <laughs> I hope the Mulan thing flops. I mean. You're, you're like the, you're adult going, your hand cars go, I hope they learn. I hope it stinks. And I hope they learn a lesson from all this. And, and you know what the lesson is? It's going to be like, yeah, okay, maybe we shouldn't have done a Mulan, but you know what we're going to do? It? We're going to do it with this. Because we know it's going to work. Okay, we th we're going to throw it at the wall, and we may not make much money, but you know what we got? We got new subscribers. 
Yes, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like I think I, I mean, I think this will make money. That's that's what's sad about this is it's going to make money, and and then and then we're going to see basically, um, uh, Black Widow, the next thing uh, you know out there that you you know they're going to throw on there, and you go, all right, you got me now, you know, like like now I can't wait for this one because you, you're going to find you, they're going to find like people in every category like like okay we didn't we didn't get the Mulan people in this one because you know there some fans were but we've got the Marvel people now next like they're they're the next lineup you know then we're going to have this is what we do we we look in your souls we find out your weak point and we exploit it with a dollar amount we know exactly how much it is you're willing to sell out for. Yeah, you know what? You ain't getting Mulan, but you know what? You want that Scarlett Johansson, that tight little one-suit kicking ass and doing that flippity-flip, choppity-chop? You're going to pay us. You know why? Because we know you can't resist ScarJo swinging that cute little butt of hers around while she's punching people in the face. That's right. You know what? $30. Cha-ching. Gotcha. You don't want that? Fine. We got the little Asian girl who pretends to be a boy. No flying dragons, but you know what we got? We got heart. We got soul. We got no singing, but we got a movie. You know, and if that don't work, we'll figure something out. You know why? Because everyone's got a weakness. We know that nostalgia sells, and we know we can make that little kid in you. We got a live-action Little Mermaid coming. You know what? We know that's our big hit. Thirty? $35. $40. You know why? Someone will buy it. Everyone will buy it. And then you just... Disney just knows what sells. They, they, they are, it's, it's, it is printing money. They find out, oh, you like Tron? You know what? We're not going to make Tron just for you, but what we'll do is we'll put, we'll put a new TV show on, you know, and we'll do something. They'll get you. They'll always get you. You know why? Because we're morons. There is, they are, they're the entertainment guy. Like, if you like something, you know what? We know what we'll do. You, you like Spider Man? Sure. We'll buy them eventually. You know? <laughs> we'll buy Sony eventually. Sooner or later, everyone will be owned. Everybody working at Disney. I'm I'm happily waiting for my my we call it my barcode on my wrist. It's in shape of a Mickey's Mickey ears scan. I am human number seven seven two four. Boop. Look at me, I'm watching Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to buy from our Disney shop? Let me scan your forearm. Boop. Oh, okay, you like this? We're going to tailor made our new Disney line of stuff just for you, Sean. You know why? Because you, you're scanned, you're barcode, you're in the system. We're, you know, we know that you're a sucker for Princess Leia in that gold bikini. You know what? We got 15 different versions of her. All holograms, all su- for anywhere from docile to super sassy. You know? <laughs> it ain't gonna matter. She could be your personal assistant. She could be your companion. She could be your buddy. She could be your friend. That's it. You know why? Because we know you, and we're gonna get you your little hand companion too. You know what, Sean? Not even that. We're gonna put in a little chewy in your car. So every time you step on the gas, you're gonna hear. You know, and you're gonna love it. You know why? Because we own your ass. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. We're gonna find that one thing that it's gonna be the it's gonna be the one thing you go shit. Now I have to buy it. And when you say those words, shit, I have to buy it. Mickey gets another dollar. 
it's it's he that's he goes got another one cha-ching and his soul count goes up it literally he, he is a he he's that he works for satan and he collects souls based on our our, our childhood nostalgia and it, that's all it is just I'm going to turn the car on and you Imagine if your car went. Yeah, I'm in. Knew it. Cha-ching. You know? <laughs> I got a fucking little R2-D2 in my back seat. He's back there. You know why? Because I'm a Star Wars fan. He's my little co-pilot. I'm married, for God's sakes. And I still have a little robot in the back seat going, you ready to go, little buddy? You know? And I'll go. When I'm by myself, because that's what I do. And every time I do something stupid like that, I can hear Mickey going, Oh, got him. (laughs) 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 We we all have a price. That's all I'm saying. All, every one of us. You want to take the moral high ground, but sooner or later, that mouse will find exactly your weak spot, and it'll suck on it like a vampire. And next, you know, your skinny vein is all popping, going, "I don't understand." You're scratching your arm, going, "You got any more Star Wars?" <laughs> you know, and what's next? What's next? I hear you're making a live action movie about the that band Rebo Max and his band. <laughs> I'm all about that. It's it's making the band Rebo Max. You know, and. <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, it's like you're doing, you're, walk, you're watching a star search for the next <laughs> lead singer of Max Rebo and his band. You know why? Because they keep losing dancers into a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's what's, what's happening. I mean, you know, the, the, the next, you know, the next Jabba dance, the next slave Jabba or whatever. Think about it. It just, it's just, I'm in. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Oh. <laughs> That's the best part. You say, and you go, gotcha. I can be doing that now on Disney. I'm going to be like, something I got to Disney. <laughs> we do something like, gotcha. Next time you go buy something at your Disney park. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Cha-ching! Oh. <laughs> oh. Just, I just at the end of the day, I just see Mickey walking into a shower, pulling up cord, and just being doused with gold bullions, <laughs> sitting there going, "This is what I earned today." Some moron decided to shell out fifty dollars for some old movies <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't have to do anything to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 a sucker's born every minute and, and twice a minute if it's in high def there it's all I got in I'm spent <laughs> oh gotcha <laughs> oh there you have it Ed. that's all that's, that's it I'm done Okay. That's it. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna go home. And I'm gonna go. I'll turn. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna put on Disney Plus, and then I'm gonna catch up myself on the Muppets. Maybe I'll watch something on Netflix. But now I feel like I owe it to Mickey that I had to pay penance and be like, no, you know what? 
I've talked bad about the mouse. I better go watch the you know watch the app because <laughs> if not, I'm gonna I'm never I'm gonna just be a knock on my door and going, oh, I heard you. <laughs> it's like you just gotta sit there and go Disney Plus. It's not a plus. It's a cross. <laughs> He's a false idol. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Ed? No, no, no. Something, but I'll, I'll wait till next week for this because it's uh, something else I'll talk about, but uh, not oh, important. Ooh, ooh. ooh wait, something for next week. tease it? Or you'd be like, no, I'm not going to tease it. You'll just have to wait till next week. you got to wait till next week. That's right. Ooh, you heard it here, folks. Ed's got something for next week. It's a mystery. I don't even know what it's about. Hey, right, well, that's all you have, folks. Um, Thanks for listening to the show. If you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And, of course, if there's something you want to talk to Ed or I about or want to hear our opinion on something, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. 